The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. I got it. Says call incoming. Add yeah. it to the call. Awesome. Yes, he is. Yes. Hey, there he is. Hey. hey. I have the power. Hey. That was science. Hmm. Science. It helps to read the little buttons. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole of every instruction manual I have ever written in one line. Mm. I look at the first pictograms and then throw it away. <laughs> I have techno joy. Figure it out I as want, I go. I want to write a program just so there, and I want to have it written in such a way, and I'm going to have that be the full manual that just says read the damn instructions, so that when someone contacts about technical support, I can respond with RTFM, and then they go on RTFM and it says RTFI. And it'll be like this vicious circle, and they won't know what the hell to do because it's all right there on the in and the software. And that's different from calling customer support house. <laughs> well, you won't have to wait as long. Mm, no, that's true. <laughs> you kind of a do it yourself. Yeah, exactly. And after uh, the um, RTFM, you say um, you try turning it off and turning it back on again. Oh God! <laughs> I saw a post somewhere. Someone had written. Uh, do you realize that when someone tells you, uh, you know, just get some rest and see if you feel better in the morning, it's the human equivalent of, have you tried turning the power off and then back on again? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Shut up, shut up, shut up, stop. Doctors, were, do- <laughs> Doctors were doing it ages and ages before the digital age. <laughs> that thing again. <laughs> Take two leeches and let them dissolve slowly under your tongue and then call me in the morning. Lady and gentlemen, do you realize that this is um, the Gutter Skype show number 150? Whoa! Well, then it's it's only fitting that we play Saucy, because that's how this whole thing got started. Yeah. Excuse me a second. I need I need to wheel in the confetti cannon. Hang on, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> oh, I got the cake. I hope they put the stripper in after they baked it. Hold on. I'll get the CO two cartridge to stick in the con- confetti cannon. Oh, awesome, awesome. I just realized there may be a slight, uh, not hitch or hiccup or even certainly not problem, but a slight Better concern. Not be. Because when we were playing uh, Spirit of the Century before, you had. Mark and me as kind of your, and you, uh, the, the idea was, I'll do, I'll deal with the story, you guys deal with the rules aspect. Isn't it amazing yeah. how things have not changed at all? <laughs> well, one thing has changed. Mark, who is the guy I rely on for the crunch factor, is not here. Which well, sucks. Well, that means there's no problem. <laughs> if I, if I may offer what we <laughs> could if we were generous, call my services in this regard. Well, let me let me clarify so you don't think I was well my chop liver. I know you know Dresden files fate quite well, 
Soxy has some little wrinkles in it that, mm-hmm. uh, and so I didn't know if you knew of those. So, yeah, far be it for me. You are, I didn't mean to suggest that you were, like, not, uh, <laughs> I didn't do that at all. So. I shall uh, put on my very best huff and I, leave upon I the heard instant. you say that you were a bull's poopy head and didn't know spooky. <laughs> And that we didn't have to listen to you at all is what I heard him say earlier before you got here. I'm just saying, yeah, not that, that was, I'm ratting him out. That was what we rehearsed, so... Check in the mail, buddy. <laughs> Would I lie to you? <laughs> Would I say then... something that wasn't true? Why not? <laughs> well, I am even more honored to be here than on the uh, 150th... Um, Instant instantiation anniversary hoodness. Well, that the hundred fiftieth episode. That would be my second thing on the list. Is hi, Trailer Boy. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Let's pop the cork on this champagne, and it'll hey. be drinkies all round. Hang on. Yeah. Hi, welcome. Is Trailer Bite uh, all right? Thank you very much. Should we call you uh, Porcelain Llama, or would you prefer Trailer Bite, or? Oh, I thought you were referring me to referring to me and asking me my own personal status. Yes, Trilobite is good. T Biddy is good. Anything. I knew that's what Nikki was going to call you. Porcelain T Biddy. Captain Captain Pockmark's McBoatmaster. You know that's good too. Wow. The waffle head. Your worship always goes well. Yes, Colonel. Sure. Any of those are fine. Anything works. Anything works. Waffle Meister. Ooh, that's also nice. Mm. I am a pretty big fan of waffles. Mm. But no, thank you very much. It really is an honor to be here. I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you for coming out to play with us. It should be a blast. We'll see. I don't know. But, uh, I think so. It's going to depend on. Uh, it's going to depend on whether I actually, you know, open up the. Well, hey, actually, uh, let me go get the PDF and start reading this book. What's it called? Spirit of the Century, I think. Something like that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm going to try and find the PDF. Uh, you, you folks talk amongst yourselves. What? Not doing swashbucklers of the seven skies? Huh, crap. Whoa. Page 12. Storybooks. <laughs> swashbucklers of What's the seven skies. What's scary about centuries? that is I think it is actually on page 12. It is page no. 12. <laughs> You can't hear when I mute to go have a coughing fit, can you? Uh, I think that's that's. Uh, if I check my mismanners real quick. <laughs> You've been doing good so far. Okay. No, I think you're good. I think you're good, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Right. I find life strangely ironic. I finally have a group of people who are interested in physically gaming, like actually people who are in my you know, physical universe as opposed to my virtual one. To, who wants to roleplay, and I said, cool, and they got the game dice, and wouldn't you know it, all the games I have any interest in running use 2d6, <laughs> which we could find anywhere in any goddamn game, or fudge dice, which I didn't get them, so, or didn't, didn't get, so. The irony trips. That's right. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's actually on my desktop. All I gotta do is clear these windows out. I think I fell into the Alanis Morissette trap. I don't think that's actually irony. I think it's just bad luck. 
very few things really are, and uh, most yeah. people don't know what they are. Uh, I think, Blind Geek, you, you may either have a slinky oh. slithering around in the background, or you might have your Squeaky microphone toy. up against your beard. Uh, yeah, I'm using my earbuds mic, and it is when I move and I pace when I'm don't know what else to do, and so it, it, uh, yeah. Sorry about That's that. funny. Normally, like, yeah. Normally it sounds like he's crunching through snow. It's much quieter this time. <laughs> you can't hear it at all. I thought... <laughs> you could do the hula. Yeah. Yeah, you could do you the could macarena. Like cat, just lay down and go to sleep. Well, no, he can't go to sleep because he's got to play, but he's saying he didn't know what else to do except pace, and I'm, I'm offering many suggestions. Exactly. You could bark like a dog. <laughs> I, I thought either somebody sneezed or there it was a dog. Okay, that's a dog. That was my suggestion to you. <laughs> Wasn't that your dog? No. Oh, was no, that your dog, Adam? Yes, it's Munch sitting here. Oh, there um, we are. I, I, I shall mute oh. myself and administer Since we're dealing with it. Stern correction. Back Someone in wants second. to join the game. Yeah, let him on. <laughs> Yeah, he could be somebody's faithful companion. Yeah. Char- character. That's true. That Mike could be the back. haunting cry of the, of the chupacabra. The chupacabra. <laughs> yeah, then. The chupacabra. Whatever. Um, I believe it is pronounced chupacabra from the French. It's <laughs> like French. So I'm all, I'm all set to play Spirit of the Century. I watched Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. God, I love Excellent. that. I, I don't think there's anything about that movie I don't love. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm totally set. I I threw my character's outfit. <laughs> I said, oh, in my character, and then I realized I have not looked at that character in several years, so I think I better peruse it before I start. Yeah, coming. I was just doing that, too. You, oh, you need me to send you a copy of my character, Adam? Uh, yeah, if you could email that to me, that would be a super thing, because i got to load them all into... Um I gotta load them all into Google Docs in uh, the little spreadsheet fashion, but that's not something I'm gonna take up time doing tonight because, wow, that that would cut into game time and I'd end up being I'd be this guy over in the other room working on getting the game together while you folks <laughs> have all the snacks the and there'll be none left for me. Trixie hasn't been out in the world since I think 2011. That's at least the last date I had. Since the uh, the uh, the issue with the frogs and the, and well, the bomber and the wine, right? <laughs> I actually thought it was the penguins, but perhaps not. Oh wait, yes, that's right. Maybe the penguins came after with the infamous who was it? Blowing up. Oh, yes, I am correct. Apparently, mm. well done. Thank you. <laughs> Find the music again. It's been a long freaking time. That's all I have to say. Oh yeah. Look at that. I have an email from Adam asking if I can email my character sheet. How about that? <laughs> By the way, I'm in a different location uh, to my usual, and I'm wondering, am I coming through okay for everybody? Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Okay, good. Yeah. Excellent. Wow, I'm blown away by how many aspects there are. I've, we've been yeah. playing we've been playing Satsi with uh, Fate Accelerated, kind of our own uh, adaptation, if you will. Well, no, there's no if you will. It's a straight up adaptation. And, uh, it's so weird looking at these. There's like 10 aspects here. And I've, we've, we've whittled it down to what is it? Four or five? Yeah. Four, I think. 
I was surprised at how easy it was to come up with that many. I thought it'd be really cumbersome. But then going through the character generation process, uh, which is pretty brilliantly written, uh, it's, yeah. it's pretty swift and easy to do. Oh, I still love this uh, this game, even though in many ways fate has kind of eclipsed it. But uh, still, there's something about... It, you know, it's, just, it's the same same basic thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah. We're going to give credit where credit is due while we're on the very subject of the game itself. Which, by the way, folks, is Spirit of the Century, since it's been so many years. Um, <laughs> I'm going to read directly from their very script, uh, scriptus itself, itselfus on the inside of the PDFs. Spirit of the Century. Pulp, a pulp pickup role-playing game. Pickup, are you kidding me? <laughs> role-playing game. Well, to be fair, it is once you have your characters made, you yeah. can just pick them up and... Okay. Pick up yeah, that play. needs to be a sidebar, though, because it takes a wee bit of time. Yes, it does. Not that it's a bad wee bit of time, but it's a wee bit of Well, here it goes. It's Evil Hat Productions, of course. Mm. And uh, they list dashing deeds of authorship. Rob Donahue, Fred Hicks, and Leonard Balsera. Herculean feats of editing. Lydia, La- uh, Lydia Leong with help from Leonard Balsera and Christine Hicks, and an assist from the Typo Ninjas of the Fodder RPG list. No, the Fate RPG list. Closer to the screen, Adam. And uh, hush up, doggy. Um, stunning acts of artistry, Christine... Christian. Boy, I'm screwing this up, like, top to bottom. Christian and Saint-Pierre. Saint-Pierre. Or Saint-Pierre, depending on, you know... Part of the Bronx you're from. Dynamic. I it is Chupacabra from the French. <laughs> Christian and Chupacabra. Dun- no, it's Saint uh, Pierre. Uh, dynamic stunts of art direction and layout. Fred Hicks. Bold and dangerous adventures in, in play testing. Ooh, the Maryland crew. You know what? I'm going to read all this by because they because they were there. They did it. It's on their page. They're getting credit. Janine Alexander. Nathan Alexander. Uh, Cam Banks, Patrick Carey, Morgan Collins, Ashwath Gannison, Josh Hall, Tracy Hall, Lydia Leong, Jenna Sparks, Sean Sparks, and Brian Sullivan. The Burton Field ag- uh, agents, Brant Burnett, Willem DeGrief, Cole Hoopengarner, and Andreas Stein. The Ithaca adventurers, Jim Del Rosso, Charlotte Williams, Judd Carlman, Janik- Janicki, Partha Sarathi. That wasn't so hard. All I had to do was read it. Janaki Partha Sarathi. Uh, Sar- oh, I should have given up the first time. But you heard it. And Kolja Loblik. And it is demica- dedicated in memory of Brit Tetsujin28 Daniel, the biggest fan we never met. That's the whole um, uh, inside uh, page. Sorry. What did I miss? Yes? You missed, you missed the invisible runes. The invisible runes? Squeeze lemon juice over it and hold it over a candle flame. I'm sure, because my poppy says this, and uh, many thanks to the marvelous muse qualities of the gutter skates. <laughs> okay. I'm, uh, Inspired by the heroic... No, I'm sorry. I'm going to mute myself for a second here. I'll be right back. Okay. Freaking no. dog. I'm sorry. Try using your feet as well. Jump up and down on it. Ooh. <laughs> what 
that's being killed. And oh no, I was just trying to pecking at my uh, using my finger like a woodpecker on my microphone to see what it sounded like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like the time I put Tabasco sauce in my nose just to see what it would feel like. That's fun. <laughs> it's like get get some really get the get the hot melt glue and see if it burns you when you put it on your hand. <laughs> no, because I use a low temp. That's right. You taught me that. Use low temp hot uh, glue, hot glue, and uh, still yell a bit, but you won't piss her up, and it won't kill the skin. So there you go. Oh, that's Where's the, the fun in that? There's lessons to be learned here. <laughs> All kinds of lessons to be learned here. I don't even know where the microphone is on this thing. Is it that? Yep. yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Rub molasses into it. What? <laughs> See? If... <laughs> this is podcasting professionalism. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See what happens. You bring a new guy in, everything falls apart. started. <laughs> but you bring a new guy in, it's just somebody else to, to get this stuff all over them instead of just the normal folks that are here. It's like when things blow up, they don't care where they go. I'm trying to find, what am I trying to find? Uh, oh, Facebook. That's right. All I got to do is go to email. There it is. Facebook, 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 Facebook. Hey, did you know Facebook? <laughs> you have two notifications. How do you get rid of a poke? I've had the same poke for the past year and a half, and I can't get rid of it. Like, all right. I don't know. Somebody they got poked. pills for everything these days. One would think. <laughs> I would think that would be temporary, but who knows? You poke, supposed you poke to have to put a pig in it and then take it to market. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, there we are. We have a winner. A pig in a poke. Very nice. If you take it to market, you sell it, and then you're rid of it, see? You sell it for magic bacon. Or bees. <laughs> I just want to take a quick look at the uh, Gutter Skypes page and and see what's there, because, uh, well, you know. Are there hey. any amazing odes and, hey. and opuses and poems and hymns? Yeah. That's a conundrum. If you sell your pig for beans, then you have beans but no pork. Yes, but that's okay so if you're vegetarian like me. It's a paradox. Yeah. yeah, what if you want to eat halal? Well, just as well then. <laughs> by the way, I was... I, I'm... I'm trial of already heard this, but I saw the other day... Yeah, but he doesn't uh, care. Polite. As a Doc Savage fan, I finally did the unthinkable and watched... Doc Savage, Man of Bronze. Is it worth doing? I've um, never done that. Um, well, it depends. If it's worth doing as long as you whenever the music whenever the score starts, just mute it for about <laughs> well, until it looks like the the music may be done, because the music is just horrible. I think the mm. music does more to ruin the movie than anything else could have. I'm not saying the movie without music is perfect, because there are some things that well, yeah, I do not better. understand the decision to go with Kylie Minogue. <laughs> that would have been preferable, to be honest with you. No, they went with Mighty Mouse cartoon music more than anything else. It's They took oh. John Philip Sousa marches and put lyrics to them um, and had singers singing them in masculine choral voices, and it's just really lame. That's just scary. It, it kind of it's it's 
manly men singing manly songs in a manly that's, way. Yeah. So ah, exactly, that's, Queen that's doing the soundtrack for Flash Gordon was more appropriate. <laughs> yes, because the Flash Gordon soundtrack is freaking awesome. This yeah. was it is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I guess it could be considered hilarious. I I I, I have a soft spot for that movie, and mm. I kind of enjoy. So do I. Yeah, the the uh, I thought the music in that was quite. It was dis- it was different and distinctive, but I wouldn't say it was inappropriate. Okay. This is just. This is just pick rose on you. Sad. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. When and you talked just, about I'm... John Philip Sousa, you know, and then them doing it up and everything, I thought of uh, Danger Mouse. Does anyone remember that? I remember the yeah, yeah, but I remember that having a pretty awesome or kind of awesome song. Yeah. Oh, lovely Skype delay. <laughs> <laughs> it all came together on my end. <laughs> but yeah, this is like, uh, Doc Savage is coming for, I can't remember the words, but it's like, it's like oh, you my. said, manly, manly men. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, like the, the oh, here right. I come to save the day. It's yeah, Mike Mouse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's that the kind of thing. Man of bronze will prove that crime will never pay. That kind of, yeah, I mean, it's that kind of thing. Mm. And it's just, yeah. It's Why just... is he a man of bronze? Because he didn't use his sunscreen? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Out of a lovely, oh, honey, adorable, he used a bronze and he did it in stages. He looks gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. <laughs> we just do this little Marcel wave and you're perfect. Huh. I've never He's seen that. He's got the hips that. to pull it off. <laughs> Nice. Very nice. He's got close cropped white hair. I don't think he can do the wave thing. <laughs> Pin curls it's, then. <laughs> it's all about confidence, really. <laughs> I we do a little weed. <laughs> and they're doing wonders with extensions. <laughs> exactly. Extensions are the way to go. <laughs> do a little touch of dynamic color. It'll be lovely. Hmm. Suddenly got a yellow lab that decided tonight, no other night, just tonight, he's going to bark madly for no apparent, no apparent reason. That's because he wants to sit on your lap and be with Daddy, but Daddy plays his game. That's what my kitty is doing. It's weird. <laughs> yes, I've got one helping. Helping. Speaking of labs, yes. hang on, let me... I was working in sure I know late, late one night. Yeah. What was on All the slab? Right. For a second. His whereabouts had been accounted for. Okay. So okay. are they no? Oh, I'm sorry. I do uh, uh, the next the next thing on the list by myself. All kinds of incredibly more time is to find out how everybody is, because we haven't gotten together in, in, in weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. That's because some of us forgot when the damn oh, that's <laughs> recording right. session. Yeah. We're supposed some to bust your chops over that. Not some of me. Some of me showed up. What about all of me? Scream derisively no, at you until, you until our... You didn't even phone me to let me know. You well, didn't phone do- me. We didn't do that with uh, with uh, Blind Geek either. I think it's because 
both Nikki and I were both kind of like, oh, God. We were sick and tired and tired. <laughs> so it's just as well. <laughs> just kind of like, uh, uh, The last couple of times we got together were kind of like that. It was, yeah, it's, there's some high stress factors going on here, but the, the, the thing to find out now is, how is everybody? I'll, I'll ask our, our newly arrived, um, our newly arrived gutter Skype, uh, uh, trial of, I'm going to say trilobite. I can't bring myself to go with T-Biddy. It just doesn't fit right in my mouth. Trilobite works just fine. That's Nikki's... You can uh, call me AJ. You can call me Ray J. But you doesn't have to call me. Don't call you late for dinner. (laughs) So, so, uh, what's going on with you? Oh, well, I'm doing... I'm doing a lot better now that I've here. Now that I'm here. I've uh, had a weird and frustrating day. Uh, So, it's, it's really good to be here and be hanging around with people and Looking forward to a good game. Well, we can help you out with being here. I don't know about the game part. <laughs> oh, weird and frustrating. What the hell happened? Where'd the stress uh, come from? Well, let's see here. I got stood up for dinner. Uh, which, you know, that's not the best feeling in the world. No, that sucks. And then there was a garbage fire Ooh. that I couldn't put out, and I tried to get someone to call the emergency services, and no one would do it. That was You like weird. the garbage fire? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I didn't like the fire, but not I tried you. to nobody find Nobody else it. would call? Wow. No, nobody would call. I, I went into, you know, nearby storefront. And I was like, hey, sorry, look, I know this is weird, but my phone's not working, and there's a fire. Lady at the cash register looked at me, just straight said, no, there isn't. <laughs> well, she was not a fire. True, true enough, true enough. And another gentleman asked me, is it your building? And I said, no. And then, then he said, so then, so what? Huh. Wow. What a lovely specimen of humanity. Gotta <laughs> ask, out of curiosity, uh, what city do you live in? <laughs> A city where people don't care. That's Rome, apparently. Wow. Some guy was going to play a fiddle. Wow. Crazy, crazy. So then I went back, but by then, uh, this whole, you know, giant pile of garbage was, and then the, the overhang over it was involved, and uh, really? people were, yeah, seriously, it just went up, like, just Oh, whoosh. I know, but see, they had to let it go that far so everybody could get their cell phones out and film it and put it up on YouTube. Yeah, then finally in, that would have ruined stopping. everything. Oh, wow. Just so angry. So angry. Wow. Well, now you now you know for next time the way to solve that problem is to burst into the store and say, Hey, you guys got to see this. There's a cool fire outside. And then they'll follow you out. That's what I should have done. Yeah, who's got a phone? You like, should totally put this up on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Wow, that's I don't know. Yeah. Well, I see. If Mark oh, is a weird and frustrating day, I'm glad to be here. Mm. If Mark Kinney were here, he would. He well, would. Let's see what we can do to top a building on fire that no one will call in to report to the fire department. I'm sure we can come up with something. We'll figure something. Uh, I have faith. If Mark Kinney were here, he would be saying, go just call 1-800-999-867, whatever the number, he'd know what the numbers are, that's the thing. 867 that's the number to call. Three. <laughs> oh, I thought it was those numbers, you know, uh, I saw it, I saw it on the wall, it said, I think, Eight, like, for a good seven, time call. Five, three, oh, nine, nine. Yeah, that was the one. <sighs> those bloody numbers. 
<laughs> Not 1-800-588-1300? No, we have to call Jenny. Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? Who can I turn to? <laughs> it's actually a fun song to sing, but those numbers just haunt me, and so I'm always yelling at the guy, Sing, you bastards! If I have to sing it, you have to sing it! <laughs> and I throw water bottles song, at them. When that song came out, I was incredibly naive and had no concept of area codes, and I thought, because we called 8675309, as I'm oh, sure about everybody in the country did at one time or another, mm-hmm. and it was this old lady who did not appreciate being bothered uh-huh. and had never had never heard the song and uh poor woman. Yeah. <laughs> I heard an interview with those two guys from the band, the Tommy Sutone and the guy who actually wrote the song. Mm-hmm. Did in they the band. apologize? They, they reformed because it was like the forty fifth anniversary or something. So they were actually playing gigs on the strength of this song. And so they're they're chatting with the uh with the radio interviewer and <laughs> and it turns out that it, it really was a girl named Jenny and it really was her parents' phone number that the guy oh. who wrote the song, he'd written it about her. And uh the interviewer said something about to Tommy Two Tone, so uh was Jenny your girlfriend? And he was like, I never met her and the guy you could hear it in his voice. You could hear the other guy wanted to punch him. He's like, You even went out with her for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, there's some relationship dynamics going on here, and with this back off, back off, back off. 45th anniversary of the issues, too. I see. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was, uh, was kind of interesting to listen. Opening old wounds. And, and the guy who wrote the song is occasionally still in touch with the original Jenny, and I'm like, she hasn't beaten wow. me with a hammer yet. <laughs> yeah. No, she just changed her phone number. I was gonna say he didn't say. Parents, <laughs> that's the funniest part of all, in a horrible sort of way. Statute of limitations on the restraining order ran out, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, all right, I'll talk to him. What? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> anyway, thanks for all the richness I, I, you brought into my life because of your one-hit wonder <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, talk about immortality, eh? <laughs> well, I'm glad to know that. Night, yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad to know that. Oh, hell, that 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 number made it in onto the bathroom wall in uh, Duke Nukem for crying out loud! Awesome. Yeah, that um, is definitely a product of its time because I don't think you could do a song like that now because now you'd get your pants suit off. A lot of people don't even have, if you were going to use a phone number, the way the phone numbers work for people who actually still use phone numbers, they have to put the area code. So you really wouldn't even, if you did leave the area code out, it'd be like a red flag. Hey, how come we left the area code off the number? What number? Yeah, and then you would get to be hashtag 75309. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't feel quite right, but that's and hashtag. Hashtag has the same number of syllables as Klondike. Yeah. In all the movies, it's, get me Klondike4317. Hashtag, Hashtag yeah. Klondike309. <laughs> yeah, try calling that. Wow, <laughs> now I know what I'm going to name my next child. Klondike. <laughs> Hashtag Klondike309. Oh, man. Frank Zappa would be so and proud of you. why we never get his gaming done. Hey, whatever. for him. Stalling for him. So. Well, so you're stalling for me. 
because if we need to if we need to completely stall, I have a backup game prepared. Uh, <laughs> no, depending I, on how much stalling you need, I would be lynched if uh, we didn't at least get underway. But uh, I, I do want folks mm-hmm. to have some opportunity to say hello, and it's been a while. Thanks. <laughs> Nikki, are things going well for you? Or are you not? Um, I hope you're not bronchitis. Oh, at long last, weeks upon weeks upon weeks later, Ugh. I'm finally all mostly better. Ninety-five percent. Yay! Excellent. Ignoring it. It's a long, long, ugly haul, but here we are. Yay! That's a good now. If thing. I'm sneezing at you, something's blooming out there that's <laughs> making me a little sneezy. <laughs> Just say it's a dog barking. We probably won't know the difference. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, it's that damn dog barking again. Achoo! <laughs> it's a Peruvian bronchitis hound. Oh. <laughs> you do know someone who, I swear to God, when they sneeze, it sounds like a car that somebody's tried to start that, that doesn't turn over. <laughs> it's, just like, <laughs> it's the official car of Mr. Sneezy 3D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, other than that, I'm ducky. Oh! And two weeks from today, I'm leaving on a jet plane. That's right. Do you know when you'll be back again? Uh, yes, June 10th. She, <laughs> she, she, didn't go. she didn't go for the bait there, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it in my head. But it's <laughs> it doesn't sound like she hates to go either, quite frankly. No. <laughs> oh, I'm happy to go. No, this is going to be a, a fine hey, adventure for you. Next. Fine adventure. Um, so, good, yeah, have, have all kinds of incredible fun like that. You're going to be meeting the Fens? Yes, I am too. Meeting who? The Fens. The Fens. That's, that's the guy on that show. On that Meet show, Hopi, Hopi Days? That, that no, not the a little. No, Hopi Days is the historical drama that takes place in the Cliffside Dwelling. <laughs> His real name is Ether Fenzarelli. I, I know this. Wow, that's awful. Wow. No, Nev and Sarah of uh, of Does My Geek Look Big in This? Um, they actually they'd probably say that was so long ago. Why do you keep referring to us? Yeah, <laughs> but um. <laughs> That's how I came to know them anyway. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and Nikki's going to go out there and actually meet them and uh, mm-hmm. their magnificent pups. So that ought to be fun too. And you said you do know when you're get you do you do know when you're getting back, uh, and that's going to be uh, just to remind me and put it on audio so that I actually know. <laughs> six six weeks from today, June tenth. June 10th, okay. A day that lives in infamy. No, um, <laughs> yeah. June, June 10th, I'm back in the States. Okay. So unless, and there is an unless here, unless I do actually and... meet Jamie, the Highland Cattle Baron veterinarian who is now running an animal sanctuary and pygmy goat farm. That's amazing. She is a Highland cow and a veterinarian? He... Hey! He, that's more impressive. <laughs> He's a baron. He cow. He's the island cow, island cow cattle baron veterinarian running an animal sanctuary and pygmy goat farm. <laughs> and he doesn't, he doesn't eat meat either? 
Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that could be negotiable. <laughs> and if you meet this person, you're going to uh, work I'm there perpetually? Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay mm. and, and help on the animal sanctuary and raising You'll send us a baby pygmy ghosts. Has she got Wi-Fi? <laughs> no. You are bringing your laptop, laptop, right? So you can still engage in these hijinks with all of us. No, but I do. I will have my phone that theoretically will work. We'll see. Because <laughs> you know priorities, man. Yeah, one yeah. way or another, you're gonna have to well, come back and help. You don't need me. You've got fabulous T Biddy, and off you go. You guys can like race through an adventure, no problem. No, we need you. We we need Mr. K. Yeah. Well. And no one can replace you, Nikki. You know that. <laughs> so. And that's so not true, but that's okay. Thank you so much. Science no, is tried. Science and I will have tried. Any, <laughs> any stories to tell, whether I have to make them up or not, I will have many stories to tell. Oh, I have when no doubt. I return. I have no doubt. The itinerary is, is, is England and Scotland, or just Scotland? I forgot. Uh, it's just the first few days in England with the beloved Fens, and then Scotland for the rest of the trip, and I fly out of Glasgow. Cool. <sighs> awesome. How many, this yeah, is, see, we, we, without how many you, there's there's too much testosterone in this group. We need we need a little of that. <laughs> you don't need to what, man? Now you little spray bottle Look, of testosterone. I'm taking my pills. Get off my case. <laughs> <laughs> is this just your second trip to Scotland, or have you been there more than that? Uh, this is actually going to be, I think, my seventh or eighth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excuse me. I love uh, it, I love it I there. The um, package, but I haven't been for five for years. So I've got a lot of catching up to do. Only if it's no trouble. You don't have to send us anything. <laughs> what do you What do you want this time? Not that soda. Want some more iron brew? Oh, no. <laughs> Did that go down well? <laughs> that was That was good stuff. Come on now. I got some when I was in Scotland, specifically on your recommendation. Oh. And did you spit it out and say what was the crazy cow talking about? <laughs> no, I went. I went to Catholic school. I'm more well trained than that. Mm. You finished drinking the bottle and then said, yeah, "What was delicious. the crazy cow love, talking about?" <laughs> no, I love that stuff. But I also like Vegemite and Marmite and uh, Moby Dick. So Vegemite. Never had Marmite. I have had Vegemite. Do you like the full oh, strength iron brew or the diet iron brew? I don't know what I got. It had soccer players on it. <laughs> so whichever iron brew that is. Well, it's just one is sugar-free and one is extra sugar or regular sugar or whatever. Yeah, no idea. No idea. Okay. Okay. Well done, you. It was tasty. Yeah. But, by the way, Trombay, now that you're actually gaming with us, I don't recommend getting on the treadmill or jogging until the banter is done because... What the fuck? Well, again, you're telling me this now. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so my weekend was great. Anyway, how was? Well, Doctor, playing Shelterman's. That sounds like trouble. That's actually is a that's them playing. The, the, the tiny little, the tiny little, um, 20 pound dog is attacking relentlessly, uh, in, in a ball of, uh, white hat, sniveling, snarling, white hot ball of canine terror. Uh, <laughs> the 120 pound big lab who's just going, 
who's silent, completely silent. Mm -hmm. She's making all the noise. That shows odd sound about right like and the dynamic yeah. sound about right. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, it works. Works out. All right. Well, Nikki, we're gonna miss you and uh, uh, be safe. Have a good Great. time. And when you come back, uh, it you will be seamlessly worked back into the adventure. As it uh, at whatever point it happens to be uh, when you come back. So awesome. Tricky, tricky Sorry, big train. Uh, thank you. I look forward to it. And you guys will have an amazing adventure while I'm being, you know, tied up, held captive, or locked in a closet, oh or whatever has to happen to Trixie. No problem. This sounds like my kind of trip. Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Special, special travel, yeah. <laughs> Didn't tell me it was one of those kind of trips. Uh, 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 You've been a very naughty boy. I mean, so <laughs> <laughs> Are pygmy goats even supposed to say that? <laughs> All the time. Wrong! <laughs> you wake up, they're just perched on your headboard staring at you, what whispering that pig, over and pygmy over. Pygmy goats are vultures. <laughs> oh, pygmy goats. <laughs> pygmy goats, when they smile at you in complete silence, Wow. It's enough to make you crap your pants. I'm telling you, that close up. <laughs> Six or seven of them just surrounding the bed. <laughs> Total silence, and, they, and they've and they been taught to smile. Wow, that would scare the piss out of me, I can tell you. Okay, <laughs> Andrew. standing on the headboard. <laughs> Andrew's blind yeah, geek. Little, little... Hmm? Sorry. I was just saying... Two or three of them stand, standing on the headboard, staring down at you with those beady little pygmy goat eyes. And they can do that because they're balanced like yeah. that. Yep. They're, they're so small. Are horrible. <laughs> wow. Are they are are they tiny as the name implies, or is that where yes, they come they from? Are. Yes. No, they are about uh, half to a third the size of your typical goaty goat. Ah. And the babies are some of the cutest things on this planet. And they've got little springs for legs, and they dip, and then they run, and then they fall over because they're babies and they need to sleep. That's true. Yeah. So see if you can make them. Funny. See if you can make them faint. I bet pygmy goats. Faint, fainting pygmy goats would fainting be even funnier. Fainting goats are different, and they're much bigger. Oh well. Okay, but be careful because they eat everything. Well. Keep your camera. Ground cover and clothes. <laughs> Uh, Andros, blind geek, A, B, A. Andros. Yes. Present. I suddenly decided I'm going to go in alphabetical order. What's going oh, on with uh, you? Is everything okay? Everything's good. Good. Yes. Actually, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying. I'm fighting panic here. A friend of ours is having a birthday party this weekend, so we're going to go spend four days down at Disney World. Excellent. Oh, you love you, your Disney World. We do. We got the a annual passes, so we can just head on down there anytime we want to. Good for you. Yeah. Awesome. Have a wonderful birthday party. So, so and you yeah. had to put out a second mortgage on the house to to afford to pay. <laughs> <Good God. laughs> totally worth it. I'm not saying it isn't. I've wanted to get an annual pass for Disneyland, but uh, mm. 
I just can't. I don't come down to California it, often enough to make it worth my while. I mean, yeah, you'd you'd, you'd have to go down there more than four times in a year to make it worth it. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I envy yeah. you, sir. Uh, well, like I said, if any of you ever want to come down and go to Disney World, you've got some native guides. Awesome. Fantastic. All right. All right. That's good. That's good and happy news. And I'm glad yes. to hear it. Oh, well, that's true. It's also the seventh. Thank you for the lovely our, invite. The seventh is our fourth wedding anniversary. <gasps> no, it's wow. not. Happy almost anniversary. How about that? Seventh of May. Yeah. Oh, good deal. Wow. Four years. Wow. Sneaks up on you. You guys remember when I met her? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, but I sort of do because I was listening. You were listening to it at the time. <laughs> all yeah. yeah, all the listeners. At, uh... All those times when I just popped the headphones on her and said, here, you talk while I look something up. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. I don't know if she ever really understood fully that it, other people were listening to it over the internet, but I don't think she cared. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> Still doesn't care. What? <laughs> yeah, you're doing that thing. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's still fun. That's excellent. Good deal. Congratulations. Thank you. That is really cool. So, so we get to combine our anniversary along with uh, uh, Erica's friend's birthday. There you go. Mm-hmm. Blind Geek, are you settling into the new uh, uh, um, environs? Are things going well there? Settling in. Settling in, I got my new computer just as the old computer's battery decided to die. Mm-hmm. So that's I'm transferring things over, trying to set up all my equipment so I can start working with Pro Tools and editing with it, stuff like that. Um, unfortunately, my my roommate is using the room that is going to be my office, so we have to figure out, and I have to find a desk uh, because I'm not sure how much space the editing, there's a console that accompanies that, that, you, that, that I'm using to edit, and uh, I don't. I need to make sure the desk is big enough to hold the laptop and the console and my scanner, so it's got to be a pretty good-sized desk, and I just haven't found one yet, so... Holy crap! Consequently, yeah, consequently, MTMJ's about five months overdue. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking since <laughs> I probably don't have a very big listener base at this point anyway, I may just make it Six months and go, ha! Didn't know we were going on a season break, did ya? Well, here we are. Surprise! Back again. Yeah. Whatever. You know, I mean, it's a, this kind of thing has a long tail. You post, you continue to post, and people discover it like two or three months from now, or hell, a year from yeah. now, two years from now, they're gonna go for the back catalog and just listen to it. They won't know there was a break. That's true. That's very true. That's funny. You know how I think people, when they first discover things, assume it's brand new anyway. I was um, listening to um, a MuggleNet podcast recently, and they were all perplexed by this guy who got on their message boards and started ranting about how J.K. Rowling stole, uh, had her material stolen by J.R.R. Tolkien. <laughs> oh, my God. I believe it, actually. I mean, I've done that to people. I had no idea he was a time to... traveler. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Oh, man. That is they were so flabbergasted. scary. <laughs> I'm just flabbergasted. I'm, yeah, he's a he's a time lord in his tardis. It's <laughs> like a puppet hole. That, that reminds me of this, that reminds me of hearing in the seventies some some people complaining about this boring, long, classical sounding version of pictures in an exhibition when they know the best one was the original by Emerson Lake and Palmer. Mm. Awesome. 
Oh, <laughs> it's this kind of thing that makes me lose faith in humanity. I just wow. Oh, you Where did you find any? And those are the ones. Those are the ones that are breeding, which is just even worse. Well, oh, faith in humanity is is has a very very low life expectancy when you <laughs> drive in New Jersey. Oh God! <laughs> or when you're in a restaurant that is that is broadcasting Fox News. Yes, I said it. BlindGeekLandport.com. <laughs> or when you try and get somebody to call emergency services because there's a freaking fire outside. See, if you were in New Jersey, though, yeah, exactly. somebody would have called. You might have had to pay him five dollars, but they would have called. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'd have called you know if you paid me five dollars. I don't think a new so... worker would have even done that. <laughs> Ridiculous. Are you going to buy something? Be fair. Your building? No. Well, then, so what? Yeah, thank you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) To be fair, I do look extremely disreputable, so. Oh, good. That's a good thing. That's usually a plus with the people I know. (laughs) I agree, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, um, making a living kind of trumps MTMJ. They're blind geeks, so what you're oh, yeah. getting into is sounds pretty uh sounds pretty intense, but whatever. Just don't get a haunted desk and you'll be okay. Here we go. What the hell with these dogs? Don't get a, don't get a haunted suggest. desk, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's important, you know. So I don't know, it might be kinda of fun to have a friendly little poltergeist uh I've really come to like my haunted guitar amp. I have. I it's, it, you know, it, it lives up practicing. Is it still mm-hmm. whispering things to you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not well, always, always crappy. Or sometimes it's bad, crappy pop music. Does yours <laughs> also tell you to kill the president? No, no. It just plays traffic reports or news or bad, crappy pop music. Does it ever say, Bathon, Bathon, Bathon? Yeah. Yeah, I get <laughs> See, now you have to explain it. See what you did? Yeah, true, damn it. Yeah, that's what I did. On uh, We were gaming with Josh Burnett. Um, Hi, Josh! Of Hex Games. And creators of such fun games, games as Leopard of Women of as, Venus and Hobomancer. Yes. <laughs> Ding! And oh, did you say Which Hobo came Mancer? out, I believe, in 2011. Yeah, I can't Hobo believe Mancer. it has been out for four years and I still haven't played the damn thing. Anyway. Um, I believe it keeps you. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually me too. But uh, we were playing a game, and we kept hearing over the Skype connection this guy on his CB radio in his truck. And we were trying to figure, where the hell is that coming from? And it turns out that Josh was uh, in his, what was he, in his basement or something? He was somewhere where the wire was acting as an antenna, which was our, well, that was our guess anyway. Yeah, as near as we could tell. But, oh, my God, it was so funny, and I'm realizing as I'm telling this story that you really needed to experience, and you can experience it because it is on one of the episodes. Uh, that you haven't played um, yet, so never mind. No, it, no, it's up, it's been up for, no, it's not a Monkey Sigma Jetpack, it's on uh, it's on uh, Plug, Plug, Plug Trilobite's own uh, gaming podcast. I'm assuming he's, he doesn't mind if I mention it. If he does, I will stop right here. It's extremely modest and uh, hardly worth listening to. Uh, but... <laughs> Oh, no. Really, don't don't waste your time. No, 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 no. It's it's way too. No, uh, I wouldn't. Uh, 
Oh, so, you know, my modesty forbids that I say <laughs> You want to put them both in here? I didn't give them sugar for dinner, I swear. <laughs> talking about us, probably. Yeah, I had sugar for dinner. Yum! So wait, say your podcast name. Say it. Oh, it's uh, Portsmouth yeah. Lana Theater. Yay! 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 So yes, if you if you go on to there and you want to hear this incident, it's one of the, and I'm not sure which one, so we can't narrow it down any further than this, but it's one of the Strangers games. The game, the campaign is called Strangers. And it's so, a fun But I, I have to ask with like a buddy, I, did I misunderstand? I thought you were not doing that? No? Oh, did I haven't you? done it in quite some time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So this I didn't was. Say it. Was new. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no, quite yeah, a, a lovely on. podcast. Eh, I, are you starting it up again? No. Maybe not at some help. point. Yeah, but not so much start this up. When I okay. recover the motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could have said I, that because I, I knew that, but I thought it was maybe you had you was, had a anyway. Sorry. Yeah, quite all right, quite all right. <laughs> My focus is so split. I'm listening. Andy Ed is trying to communicate in the other in the other room with with the folks on Mumble, and mm. the dogs are playing royal hell with the both of us. It's like actually mainly her <laughs> because they're in the living room. They will not be ignored. They will not be ignored. They're, they, they're, it's like they're, they're they're kids that have been given uh, pixie sticks. Like they're in there parking Attica, Attica, pretty Attica. much. Pretty much. I think if they could, they'd said they'd set uh, they'd set the garbage on fire if they could. But they're not. They're just like chewing each other bits or running around. Now they've got something stuffed in their mouths. I guess like bones or treats or whatever. Ugh. I'm sorry. Sorry, folks. Okay. Hi, stress. What a week. Yeah. Shall we play uh, Spirit of the Century? Is that is that a thing we should do? What do you think? Oh, yes. Let's do. I'm because I'm. I, I looked at the uh, I looked at the Gutter Skypes page on Facebook. I see that there there is some feedback, but it's uh, it's uh, a kind of a mixed bag that could possibly and probably should wait until the next episode. I will mention one thing, though. Uh, John Ryer did say that uh, with a, his direct quote, and the, the name of the campaign, of course, is uh, Tentacular Terror of Texas. A direct quote here is, as long as there are no underage schoolgirls, this adventure should be okay. Oh, pff, I'm out. Or no <laughs> or no catgirls. Catgirls and tentacles do not mix well. I thought that was... He is a liar and a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> but you say that with love. Girls and tentacles do not mix well. You are dead to us now! How could you say such a thing? No, that's a, that's kind of a, an amusing quote to me. And, uh, and there we go. And Ari Juku is, is very happy to see. I see a woohoo and a hooray. And uh, Daniel Gibson is looking forward to it because the first Gutter Skypes episode he heard was that uh, challenge accepted one where I was just pulling it all out of my 
Awesome. When I was making things up, which is going to be close to what happens tonight, except I'm actually, I will prove to all of you that I did some prep work for this by sending you notes after the fact. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have to write a whole bunch of stuff down. But we can, uh, we can actually, I think, get started here. Excellent. I guess we need a recap. We need a bit of a re- we do need a bit of a recap. And I'll give you that, uh, I'll give you that right now. A- Oh, I, hmm? the other thing was Trilobite's character. I don't even remember. Was he with us last time? <laughs> yes, I have always been here. Oh, I am your trusted <laughs> friend, Q-Man. <laughs> I, I was just thinking we should have an introduction. Just to Giant sure. golden mechanical octopus with a little opera mask just glued to the front. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little over the top. There will be a point uh, in in uh, tonight's um, in tonight's chicanery where uh, where Trilobite's character will make its uh, appearance, uh, and um, without without metagaming too terribly much, I'll just mention the name oh. of it here. The name of it is the Blue Ghost. Oh, good. Oh. And oh, oh, and oh, oh. the Blue Ghost. Oh. Is a psychic avenger, a psychic avenger from an undersea kingdom. A further description of this character will come from Trilobite himself when we reach that point. Uh, I stand ready, sir. As far as the as far as the gameplay goes, though, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be in a kind of a split camera situation where it's uh, um, the centurions that we know uh, and and. Um, and uh, Trilobite's character. But who we do have present, in case folks that are joining us for a new adventure, um, are, are, uh, are uh, Reggie Forthright, Trixie Trueheart, and Nick Tesla. Yeah. Yay! Yay! So, uh, um, actually, you know, this, this wouldn't, this wouldn't actually be a bad idea, uh, for character introduction, introductions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tr- Trix- Trixie, what can you tell us about Trixie Trueheart? Hi there, I'm uh, Trixie Trueheart, girl reporter. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Gotta get that story. Okay. <laughs> that, that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough, that's fine. That's uh, That gives people a very clear picture. The year, by the way, folks, your, uh, is 1934. Um, so you, you're all, I guess, 34 years old. I used to have who I worked for and everything, but I don't, don't seem to have that right now. Anyway, I work for the big, the big paper. It was the newspaper with every name. It yes. was like the Herald Times Tribune <laughs> Reporter. The Chronicle. Yeah. <laughs> the Picayune. The that's right. I remember Picayune was in there somewhere. Yeah. Daily Picayune Tribune. <laughs> Daily Picayune Tribune? <laughs> really? yeah. That was pretty awesome. And, <laughs> Thank and, you. <laughs> and Hog Breeders Gazette. Bailey <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Picayune Tribune Thunderbolt and Hog Breeders Gazette. <laughs> uh, that's, I just made that up. That's probably not true. But it sounds good. It does, too. Uh, excellent. Andros, your character is, is uh, Reggie Forthright. Forthright, that's right. Um... Gentleman adventurer from England, uh, big, for, uh, big game hunter, um, famous for the novel Night of the Chupacabra. Mm. Awesome. 
a chupacamera. I guess you do. That's right. Yes, I do. Coincidence? I think I so. We <laughs> never did figure out how to game properly, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Right? Boom, it puts the stunned aspect on somebody. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. right. I wonder if it takes pictures. You can take a picture of my spirit companion. Hmm. Ooh. I've got a... You can, but you'll lose it forever. No, I'm just Ooh. Now i got to go hunting through my email. Yeah, you went to spectral photography? I like all photography. It's very important, you know, to have an accurate representation when you're telling the story. So <laughs> I do have in my notes that it, my Chupa camera has a hypnotic stun flash, but only when the GM grants it. That's Sufficient yum yums must be paid. Hobbling <laughs> <laughs> and pleading will not work. I'm I'm looking through my emails frantically here to find what was sent to me. Here it is. It was sent by Sean H. Yeah, Sean H. Uh, um, oh, he's a good egg. Yeah, he 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 uh, he did like a multiple multiple variations on how this camera could work. Oh uh, my! As a, as an aspect, <laughs> uh, um, he did five different builds of the thing, and I think Holy I'm crap. probably going to go with number one. And I will uh, I will flush that out and add it to your character sheet, and of course send you a copy of this. Uh, so I, that I, you have I, it. I remember this, but I, I remember that it didn't do what I wanted to do. Was I mm. stun everything in the vicinity in the that I wanted forever. to stun? Within a half mile radius. <laughs> <laughs> so that, if, you know, if necessary, yeah. So that we, you, all the characters would have time to not only ride in in triumph in a parade, but have time to build the floats <laughs> yes. as well. Preferably, take time. We need to put paper flowers on them. Yeah. Well. Hey, real quick, Andros, uh-huh. you have a you have a spirit guide. You have a you have a. I remember this, but it's faint. You have a spirit lion. Spirit lion. Yeah. Does he talk to you? Yeah, yeah. Or does he show you date? Well, you know, kind of talks. <laughs> but only to you. Say, Nobody else can see him, right? I don't think so, no. I love your aspect, Ghost in the Darkness, by the way. Oh, yes. That's uh, that's at least a little bit brilliant. Oh, did you notice that my character learned uh, how to shoot from Quigley? Yes, I also thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Thus, things came together that day. Um, yeah, yeah, the thing with the lion was I actually killed him, and then, um, his spirit decided he needed to teach me some lessons, and he decided to stick around. Do it creep up on you and try and bite your head off? You're not expecting it? In a ghostly form? Rawr! No. <laughs> it says it in exactly that voice. He <laughs> 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 doesn't go suffering succotash or anything like that. Hey, the part of the spirit line played tonight by Nikki. <laughs> oh, oh, that was good. Not bad, not bad. That was a good creepy It's a good mountain that. screamer there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah! Awesome. I can't feel lying, I'm afraid. I just gotta go for the mountain variety. That's fine. Um, yeah, African adventures pay off. It's for any character. It's a mysterious continent full of ancient mysteries. 
And humidity. So this happens when he was incontinent then? <laughs> oh. Oh. It was it was quite a good call of that one. I don't know what to say. Uh, not, probably nothing probably best. best. Yeah, probably uh, best to say nothing. Yeah, that was not worth dignifying with mm. a response, and I apologize to the entire human yet, race. And yet I gave one. Yes. Well, you're, you're in sympathy with that kind of humor. Yeah, well. <laughs> if humor like it a, can be called. Yes, it's like the baseball player who is outstanding in the field. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nick Tesla. Yeah. Nick Tesla, long lost son of Nikola Tesla, um, famous inventor of all th- many things electric, and uh, let's see a couple of his more poignant aspects. Uh, they laughed at my father, but they won't laugh at me. I have. He has a gun called Big Thunder that shoots lightning, and his he has two arch nemeses, uh, which I the player know absolutely nothing about. I just put them in there for the game master to use as he or she sees fit. Um, one is the Sisters of the Flame, and the other is. The shocking shaman of Shanghai. Who is also awesome. They actually showed up in our first adventure. That's right. Yeah, both of them did. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess all three, we should say. Yes. Got his ass so I don't take. know how many sisters there are. Okay, like my family. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of that. And I would like to change one of my aspects because it's becoming kind of a cliche that seems to be in every character in this <laughs> genre that I make. But I don't know what I want to change it to, so... But I have an aspect, can't say no to a lady, and now I read that and go, Good God, Eric, can't you come up with something else? Are you kidding? It's great. It's a classic. I guess. I want to know why the hell I didn't give weapons and fists or shooting or something higher up in my strengths. The hell was I thinking? you're a reporter. You're a reporter. (sighs) You were a pacifist. Yeah, not anymore. (laughs) Where's my axe? <laughs> they have chainsaws in 1934. Bring it. That's what I say. That's what we need to do. We need to make a pulp hero called the Passive Fist. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> that is because of people saying his name quickly. People, he has a tendency to surprise his foes because they think surely, with a name like Passive Fist, he can't be a violent person. And he comes out with pacifist pile driver. Right. <laughs> the first introduction I did not make to him. that up. The first introduction to him is this massive shadow coming coming over them, and they're wondering, you know, who who parked a mountain behind me? What's going on? <laughs> Bang! <laughs> oh, I see you've met passive fist. Hello. Hello. Smack his cheek. Splash some water on his face. <laughs> He's just very laid back. <laughs> okay. I won't start a fight. By God, I shall finish it. Well, that's uh, that's who we got here. And um, folks, if, if you want a more in-depth... Uh, uh, um, am I putting on my... Uh, hi, I'm doing a podcast voice now? Yeah, I think I am. 
Yes. Folks, if you're if you're if you're interested in finding out more about these characters, of course, go back to the very way back to the beginning, uh, to the Satsi adventures that have been played before the one that we started with, and of course any subsequent adventures that came thereafter with these characters. Um, unmentioned characters that are a part of this group or uh, that have worked w- uh, together with them are Hank Bugle, the, fi- the fist from the farm, and. Um, Stan Rocket, who has the rocket car, who was in the first uh, uh, adventure in this, uh, the first installment of this particular campaign, which I guess we could call a a uh, prologue to what uh, to what's going to take place, and the two of them are out uh, investigating along the same lines and the same uh, mysteries that are happening uh, currently as as the game be, uh, begins out in Texas, specifically the Galveston area. Uh, Trixie was out there with them briefly, but flew back to assist uh, the rest of the group um, while things were being discovered, uncovered, and uh, and taken care of. Uh, and uh, what we're what we're going to start out with here is to to put you all in uh, in in context here. Uh, Trixie and 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 Reggie and and uh, Nick Nick Tesla, uh, you're all on a seaplane. Oh, in flight. Flying in a seaplane. You're flying in a seaplane. It's, are we piloting it? Or are we no, doing, it's yes. it's being piloted by by uh, a Century Club pilot. It's a Century Club okay. seaplane, and in front of the seaplane, where normally you would see a stewardess saying, "You can find exits here, here, and here," and this is how you buckle your safety belt, and you'll find an emergency card in the pocket in front of you. None of that stuff. It's 1934, and besides, this person isn't here to be a steward, but to brief you on the emergency situation that you have been plunged into suddenly because you were relaxing having nice uh, uh having having some nice espressos um and 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 pastries in mm. the in the Century Club lounge when suddenly something very big, very dire came down and they said, Oh my God, come with us, hurry, 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 emergency will tell you on the way. Uh, at this very same moment, the blue ghost is underwater and observing the passage of a very large submarine. Does he uh, talk to fish? To through the water. Oh, no, they are terrible conversationalists. <laughs> are you a tiny miniature blue ringed octopus and no one suspects you because you're so little? Now she comes my entire character. Now she comes up with it. <laughs> Holy crap. I should have sent it to her immediately. You could have been in contact with her. We would have had it. <laughs> so, well, at any rate. <clears throat> okay. So, observing this submarine. Observing the submarine. Uh, 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 passing by, and it is, is uh, captured your interest because you know something is amiss. It has very much to do with what you've been experiencing. Um, I didn't actually give you a... 
uh, a moment to this is this is probably a good time for the blue ghost to introduce herself. Oh, certainly. Although I'm happy to do that when our characters encounter each other, doesn't bother me at all. Suffice well, let's suffice to say that uh, you've got uh, something of an inside scoop about what's going on underwater, namely because it has affected uh, you and your particular close group of people. Mm-hmm. In that you know about what happened before the giant mechanical octopus that attacked the waterfront while Reggie, Stan Rocket, and Nick Tesla were being um, approached about solving the mystery of holes being bored in ships that were being used for smuggling. That's right, these cargo ships. Indeed. I, uh, I, I just listened to the episode myself, and when I say just, I mean three weeks ago, so that means I've completely forgotten the name of the guy <laughs> who was an underworld figure that sent them all notes uh, to say, meet me at such and such a tavern um, because I'm having a problem. Well, actually, the note didn't say that. Just meet me at such and such a tavern. They gathered there on the waterfront. They met the underworld character who apparently was some uh, very uh, big-time smuggling operator. And after he had finished explaining that holes were being bored uh, through his sh- through ships that he was be- he was using for smuggling, <clears throat> um, th- there was an attack just outside at the dock by a giant golden shimmering mechanical octopus, which uh, sadly for him snuck a-, a tentacle in through the door uh, and and snapped his neck. Uh, which meant a bad time to be had by him and his crew, who had been waiting outside so that he could have this private meeting, unfortunately also met their demises from this same uh, construct. Are we the, sure we want to stop this thing? It sounds like it did wonderful things to quell the smuggling <laughs> racket in our fair city. It, it was dealing with some low lives, but, you know, uh, you never know where something like no, that is just... going to stop. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah, you successfully kicked its ass anyway, and um, there <laughs> were there were newspaper shots of uh, the three of you standing next to it, smiling uh, uh, as it was hoisted up on a hook, just like you know you had captured some giant marlin or something. Yes, you had quite a fish tail to tell. Yeah, um, and it was uh, something of an embarrassment actually to certain people that that actually made the news. Quite an embarrassment, in fact. Um, but you'll find out about that later. The, uh, and that that about is it. Once that uh, hit the papers, uh, there was a special call for assistance from uh, Stan Rocket to go out to Galveston to work with uh, to work with um, uh, Hank Bugle, and there was uh, a simultaneous request to have Trixie Trueheart come back and assist. Uh, Nick and Reggie here on the East Coast. You're in the New York area, and the plane is starting to take off and head out toward the Atlantic. Uh, out toward the yeah, toward the Atlantic. Um, as a gentleman in uh, in a somewhat nondescript suit named Bradley Poshbinder um, is standing at the front of the plane. Don't bother writing that down. You'll never hear from him again. 
but he's telling you what's going on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for dropping everything and hopping on board and joining us because we've got a situation. It's a bit dire. We've been getting uh, emergency SOS broadcasts, which were suddenly cut off from a submarine that is coming in and uh, having a terrible, terrible time of it. It is the HMSSSV, Her Majesty's Secret Service submersible vehicle, Pay Night. It's a top-secret submarine. It's still under development and evaluation. It was deployed by British Naval Intelligence, and it was on its third shakedown mission, but it was diverted. It was diverted by radio orders to assist the U.S. government during a crisis of undetermined scope. The Century Club and all the Centurions in high and low places are making use of their contacts, people that they have scattered among the different organizations to find to try and find out what exactly is going on. All we know is that there's terrible, terrible, terrible trouble on board this uh, this ship, and it comes in the form of something that we can call nothing else but a tentacular terror. Uh, that, that's about as much as we know right now until we can actually make contact with uh, with the crew, but it seems to be making as best speed as it can. Um, most recently, uh, the most recent news that we have is that uh, uh, it has powered down completely and is attempting to service. We are, it can't make it. It can't make it to the uh, to the New York Bay or any any kind of berth or etc. And uh, the <coughs> pardon me, I'm so sorry. There, that's better. I say we make we make a calamari, calamari cocktail out of this tentacular terror. <laughs> we concoct a calamari cocktail out of this tentacular terror. There we go. That's even better. That's the spirit, Mr. Tesla. That's exactly the kind of get-up-and-go gumption that we want in order to deal with a situation like this, because Lord knows, and he's not telling us, something bad is <laughs> going on. So yes, it's the uh, it's it's a submarine uh, uh, the 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 uh, HMSSSV Pay Night, and uh, and we're going to be landing you very close uh, to where it appears to be surfacing, um, for the best of our intelligence. So yes, the Coast Guard is not actually to be allowed near the vessel, because uh, well, because of the fact that it's so very very secret. Um. Are there any questions? Well, really? what's, in, what's in the vicinity where we're going to be uh, dropped? No islands, no ships, um, just the choppy waves of the Atlantic, and uh, it's not—it's uh, not actually—it's not actually off into deep waters. It's—it's uh, it's, uh, in inward uh, a bit toward the to, uh, above the coastal shelf. Still plenty of depth there, but uh, in, in, in open it. ocean, in a completely open ocean, absolutely. As a matter of fact, we're we're starting our descent now because it's just not that far off. But do they have like another plane or boat or something that's following it, so they know where it is? Uh, reconnaissance planes, 
short, oh. short, short, uh, short flight reconnaissance planes, all Century Club uh, uh, operatives, and 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 uh, well, part of that particular network have ah. been keeping an eye uh, and relaying the weak radio uh, signals that uh, they've been getting until they until they uh, stopped entirely. Uh, the only other information I can give you is the captain's name is Hubert Holloway. So, Captain Hubert Holloway, the Paynite, and we do believe that it will successfully service. We mm. hope, at least, and that there is some terrible, terrible thing on board. Captain Hubert Holloway. Hubert Holloway. I, I worked with a Sterling a uh, while back. Any relation? Could very well be. And of course, I was muted. <clears throat> so, I, Oops! I'm so sorry, but <laughs> it was the plane engine noise. Understandable. <laughs> I was trying to talk to you through the headphones. So, yeah. so what is the proof that this is a tentacular terror? How do you know this to be sure? To be fact? Uh, the vocal uh, um, the transcripts, of course, have not been uh, printed out or written yet, but from reports from uh, the planes and the people that have been listening to what came out of the ship um, they were all uh, 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 it was a series of different voices, anybody that could get to the radio were shouting along with Mayday, Mayday, oh my god it's got tentacles get it away from me uh, okay, uh, that does seem pretty clear alright then <laughs> there was also a strange uh, t- uh, there also seemed to be a strange shrieking whine whine shriek shriek noise whine mm. high pitched uh, that that could be uh, made out in the background but of course that will come in the final reports when the transcripts are made we don't have oh. exact uh, we don't have exact quotes for you just yet quick quick stepping out of character is that noise was that heard in the original episode? It was not. Is that, the, is that the noise of the the octopus? No? It was not, actually. Um, this oh, is okay. something that this apparently, well, the octopus has been dealt with, but mm. once the... Oh, this uh, is a new one. A new oh. tentacular terror. Indeed. Apparently the octopus itself is not the tentacular terror and was absconded with quite quickly. Now, this is some background information for folks to, to know. Um... And notice uh, uh, when when uh, uh, it was a job well done, done and dusted, and off to the club to celebrate having kicked this mechanical golden octopus's ass. It was all parts of it that could be gotten hold of from the dock, and he, he, even the chipped glass from the eye. Anything that could be gathered up was gathered up by large crews of mysterious men. Mm. Who uh, who made off with it rather quickly in convoys of in guarded convoys of U.S. government issue uh, soldiers uh, um, essentially the ground forces of the United States mm. that mm. were in charge of getting everything together and no one in particular seems to know just where they took it. I'm sure it's in a very safe place, the way our government would keep something so dastardly and exotic. Absolutely. So I'm not worried about that, but I do fear that what we're dealing with here is Satan's squid! Oh no! Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> How alarming. 
clicking noise. It's probably its evil little pointy beak. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I love so the that idea that Trixie is making that sound. <laughs> no, no, that was still just me. Okay. So, so the bits and pieces from the octopus, and the octopus was destroyed. They were carried off and hidden, and the nobody knows where they The octopus was defeated, yes. To. Exactly what you said. The octopus was defeated, and all parts were carried off to parts unknown by... Um, and the Sentry Club didn't follow up on that to see who had what? No? The Sentry Club oh. has been trying, actually, to follow uh. up on it. And uh, and expects to have an answer, but is being stonewalled. Not yet. Okay. It, yeah. And thank you for bringing up such a painful subject. Why don't you just give <laughs> your limits in it? And you failed, 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 failed. It's being examined by top men. Top men. That's yes. exactly oh, what I was about to say. Yeah. As long as it's men, I feel safe now. That's exactly what I was about Men examining right. all of these things. Top so, yeah. men. Smart men. Doing all the brain work for good. <laughs> and as the uh, and while I powder my nose and fix my lips, <laughs> as the pontoons of the sea plane start uh, start skipping over the choppy waves of the Atlantic in uh, the slow, long descent um, uh, landing, rather uh, of the sea plane, we are going to cut to beneath the ocean waves. And note that uh, that there is an individual just outside of uh, a submarine hmm. that uh, that seems to know that something that something awful is going on inside this submarine for uh, similar reasons because uh, her people have every bit as much access to radio information as anybody else. And has uh, and, and intercepted uh, intercepted those same panicky SOS Mayday calls that uh, that the Century Club and authorities on the East Coast have. And I'm not going to assume for the character that she wants to get on board or make her way into the ship. Oh, absolutely. And she died. I'm, uh, good. Okay. I'm swimming along the hull, mm-hmm. uh, feeling along it, looking for any sort of damage, while I search for an entryway. Okay, I'm looking at. What am I looking at? You do see a. You do see a a uh, a hatch that looks like it's uh, it's. Hy- uh, not hydraulic, pneumatically controlled with, by a self-contained system that can be gotten, uh, that can be manipulated from the outside with the proper uh, time, energy, and skill. And I'm not going to look at your character sheet. I'm actually just going to ask you to roll, uh, roll some fudge dice. You got it. Do you think burglary might be appropriate here? I would say yes. Because it's uh, severely locked from the outside. Kicking finned legs, wearing diving fins, kicking them, doing that motion that they do in all the 30s underwater shots to show that the person is staying in place. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Reach down to my belt, pull out a set of tools, and, and go to work. 
with a three. Plus three. Plus three. Oh, slick. All right. Now let's add the... Uh, does that include the burglary? That includes my burglary. Okay, let me just take a little look, quick look at your character. He said, saying he has it, as if he does. Where is it? Wait a minute. I can put oh, up skills is. and stuff in the chat if you like. Oh, there it is. I, I just... Uh, I just uh, had it. <laughs> I was just looking Oh, there it is, okay Expand the wall Expand all There we go Alright, aspects Situations I've got to give you. I've got to give you a plus on uh, the fact that um, the fact that you have this aquatic background. Mm. I'll take it. So I've got to give at least a plus two, and also because it serves my purposes for you to be able to make it onto this boat. <laughs> You're also dealing with an inanimate thing that is not attempt, other than its own design, is not attempting to keep you out. Oh, good. It's not just growing tentacles and coming after me. Yeah. It's a, it's a I get enough of that in real life. Yeah, you can go home and get that. Uh, it's a hatch, so... Person, I have to ask, can you actually get into a submarine when it's underwater? Yeah. Of course you can. You just pull out your burglary tools. If, if it has a double hatch. Really? Yeah, some of them. What I guess I only has. ever thought they had a top entry that you had to surface and unscrew and poke your head up that way, or maybe yeah, through the torpedo. Yeah, kind of like an airlock on a spaceship. Yeah, I didn't think that they built them that way. Yeah, they really? might. They could. They would probably have a way to send divers from underwater. Some of them would. If, if that was their ah. And there's rescue hatches and all that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. They wouldn't just shoot them out the torpedo tubes? Mm. Okay. <laughs> Not James Bond uh, style. <laughs> Only when it's funny. It's funny. All right. Well, all right then. I, I'm, I'm, if they I'm, wanted to be I'm, unobtrusive, I'm, they could swim out through the torpedo tube. I think that's been done. That's, that's a fair point, though. What keeps. I mean. Okay, we can go into the mechanics. The water so you open, in from, here's what happens you open the hatch, the water floods in. You go in, they pump the water out, you go into the sub. Gotcha. Oh, were you like in a sealed room or okay. something? I was just curious, yeah. yep. and she brought it up. Oh! Oh! That's it. There's another aspect of that. Uh, uh, what, you, what you've got, even if you've got a room that's like full, if you're coming up from below, because this hatch is at the bottom of the submarine, uh, right. and at, at the stern, as a matter of fact. Um, yep. If you've got a, a, a sealed room that's full of air, the water is not going to rush in. It's going to behave like a diving bell. Oh. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It'll uh, it'll do. actually it'll level out at the hatch. Some will come in, but uh, it's it's the pressure it's it's pressurized air. It's going to like take you turn that like math sciencey stuff. Okay, Precisely. Fine. Yeah, when you turn a glass upside down and shove it down into a bucket, it doesn't fill up with water. Oh, well, you know how I am about these things. Well, all right then. So either way, either way, water comes in, pump it out, no problem. Oh. Water doesn't come in because of the pressure. You're just like stepping in from under a cup. Okay. 
I can go with either one of those. Those are great. It was the Thank latter you. of what you said. <laughs> so, uh, successfully coming on board, uh, uh, successfully making it through uh, opening up the hatch, uh, some water sloshed in. Uh, this mysterious figure uh, is now in uh, pressurized dry air, not heavy, heavy pressure, because, of course, we're not at the ocean bottom or anything like that. We're just a couple hundred, uh, not even a hundred feet under the surface and rising. Uh, excuse me. Uh, having, uh, having, having made it on, uh, emergency lighting is showing that there is, uh, Rolls Royce in the room. I'll examine that from a distance while I, I stop, kind of crouch down, take off my waterproof bag, remove my cloak and mask from it. I'm going to change first. Because it's much better to look good than to feel good. <laughs> I was going to say, no, no, don't ever change. You're perfect. And if, <laughs> and if I don't look good, you don't look good. Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there we have it. The, the blue ghost has actually achieved entry to the submarine, has seen a Rolls Royce in the chamber that she made it into and you faintly hear some decks away and some uh, compartments away what sounds like random gunfire and we're going to cut back to the landing of the seaplane and uh, bursting up through the water first of course the conning tower and then the rest of the sub Nose first, splashing through the waves and coming to settle uh, uh, the the uh, HM SSSV Paynight, uh, having uh, successfully surfaced, and a hatch. Roger, we don't get to put on frog suits and and scuba tanks and. There was really time, to. barely enough time to gather just you three into the. Okay, uh, okay. Into the seaplane. <laughs> No time to equip an expedition party. You have what you normally carry with you when you adventure, and uh, and your your um, magnificent uh, magnificent um, demeanors. I'm going to make sure I keep my powder dry. There you go. <laughs> Good man. Reggie carries around a, a rifle too, right? Oh yeah. A significantly powerful rifle. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's one of your aspects, isn't it? I believe, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, got the gunsmith, um, talent. Ah, right, okay. Pretty sure I keep a Derringer in my bag. Or bra, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Derringer. Yeah, something like that. I keep it somewhere handy. Um, poor, uh, the, uh... Trixie's gonna touch up her lipstick and smile at the pilot and get ready to step out. Onto the pontoon. There's uh yes the pon- the po- the ship uh, the plane actually is uh carefully taxiing toward the uh, the surface submarine. There are uh, ring holds on the underside of the wing, and uh, the pontoons can touch and uh, occasionally uh, uh, bump against the surface submarine. Whereupon the pilots, uh, the, the co-pilot rather, has thrown a line and has is lashed to the side of the submarine to keep uh, kind of a steady um, 
it's essentially moored itself against the submarine so that you guys can make it on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, hatch swings open, swings open from the conning tower, and uh, crew members start pouring out rather quickly. Mm. Uh, some of them, first two, then reaching down and to, and grabbing a, an injured uh, crew member, pulling him out and carefully lowering him down to the deck as they make their way onto the, the flattened surface of this uh, very large experimental boat. And in all, I think it's something like, let me switch to the page that has it, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. Fourteen crew members are out uh, on on the deck, as one of them uh, clearly is directing the rest of them to uh, set themselves up with uh, whatever emergency equipment they they can. They can get from another hatchway, which they've opened carefully, training weapons on it, and and uh, trying to assist uh, anybody that happens to be injured. Their eyes aren't glowing, and they haven't grown fangs, and they're not drooling or anything, right? They they appear to be just beleaguered and okay. extremely um, stressed and unhappy, <laughs> as if they had just come from extra, uh, uh, an incredible. Uh, uh, battle situation hmm. and are not uh, not all that uh, they, they, they don't give the, the impression that they are out of the woods yet because they're still on the boat and one of them one of them uh, uh, one of them seems to be arguing and being held back by the other two insisting that they have to go back and get the captain hmm and the officer that currently seems to be in charge is is uh, is giving orders that he be kept under restraint, and no one is allowed to go back into the ship. And then he looks over at you three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Well, I know I'm getting in that ship because some of my aspects are got to get that story and. Uh, what was the other one? Ah, oh, there was another one. Those dirty rats, they'll never get away with this. They'll <laughs> never get away with this, yeah. But the biggie has got to get that great story. Aspect. <laughs> <laughs> I love that aspect. Like, hold on, hold on there. Hold on there, young woman. Young woman, where do you think I'm going? See you now. Um. <laughs> I've heard wonders, that, what stories about this wonderful boat, Captain, and I'm just going to go and uh, take a quick peek. I'll be right back. Stop her, stop her. Excuse me, gentlemen. I'll be just a moment. Scump. Did you leave anything behind? I'm happy to pick it up for you. <laughs> Scump, tweed banger, grab her arms. Whoops, excuse me, pardon me, gotta get through, pardon me, pardon me. Oh, sorry about your toes. <laughs> Young woman, you have no idea what you're doing. I'd recommend. I highly recommend you get some idea what's going on here before you go rampaging down into the into the into the bowels of, of, of the ship. You have no idea what's going to happen. Who are you? Identify you you yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> quite so, quite so. We're we're here from the Century Club, and brief uh, us, please, before we uh, enter the ship. Well, I certainly Century Club. Jolly good, jolly good. 
Fantastic. Wonderful. Uh, do, do, do convince the young woman to at least wait for you. And then listen to what's going on here. Please, talk I'm to her. I'm waiting. Hold on to your hair if as you I edge closer a, to the hatch. <laughs> you can get a much better story if we have all the facts before. Good point, good point. Taking another step to the hatch. <laughs> good gracious, Owens. She's quite impetuous. She's a fairly new agent. Impetuous <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed. You could run right into the, the worst danger you've ever faced in your life. Oh, I seriously doubt that. Yeah, I seriously, yes. I have to agree with her there. I have no idea what kind of things we, we've come up against. Exploding penguins, zombie gorillas. <laughs> the shocking shaman of Shanghai. Oh, that's the worst. Mm. Not those wretched mad monks of Minsk, are they? Because, oh, I can't stand them. They were bad, too. <laughs> Sounds rather awful. Well, at least you're... These are experienced people. They didn't send uh, they, they didn't send any uh, 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 fresh, fresh young uh, innocent faces to, to go and face this thing. It's, <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, I, I'm Carstairs. Smiles and winks at the nearest sailor. <laughs> I, I have to say, I've got a friend with uh, who has a very short fuse for this kind of thing. I am starting to think about adopting that aspect or that uh, aspect. Yeah. That attitude. <laughs> 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 ah! That aspect of his personality. Of his personality, exactly. <laughs> uh, 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 great. All right. So, so yes, I'm. I'm. Uh, I am Commander Carstairs. Hop, hop, Carstairs. I am the first officer of this vessel. And, uh, and I must warn you, I must warn you that, uh, that there's something on board. I, I, I hardly know where to begin or how to describe it. I may just Could ask you? one of the other men to tell you because I can't keep up this voice for very long. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just spit it out, sir? We have things we need to get done, and I know time is of the essence. And your captain is down there, and we need to get him out. Indeed so, Captain Holloway. Out, oh, well, uh, excuse me, one moment. Doctor. Doctor Brigadoon. <laughs> yes, sir. D- d- how's, um, how's Silverbright doing? Well, he, he seems to be perfectly fine. Um, best, worst I can find is a rash. He just seems to be, he seems to have, his skin seems to be covered with, uh, closest thing I could say is mosquito bites. He's, of course, extremely traumatized and nervous and would like to get, would like to get off the ship completely, but, uh, no permanent damage, no broken bones, no, the worst injury seems to be the gunshot wound that, uh, that LaRue suffered. But, uh, um, that's been stabilized and why, why don't you go and talk to the men? I'll, I'll, I'll tell these people what's going on. So, uh, yeah, Carstairs, um, uh, moves off so that, uh, the ship's doctor, Sean Brigadoon, can talk mm-hmm. to you in a normal voice that won't have me coughing every two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he has to sound like Batman. Oh, he has to sound, he has to sound like Batman. <coughs> 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, why did I pick that? I'm Batman. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, thank you for your help. There's, um, there's something on the ship. It's, uh, it's a strange creature of some kind. It's, it's humanoid. It's, 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 the best I could describe it is it looks like a bunch of lumps of steel wool jammed together to be shaped like, to be shaped like a full-grown man. And it occasionally, not always, but occasionally seems to have tentacles on it that reach out when it attacks or manipulates things. Most extraordinary. Extremely extraordinary. Uh, not something you see every day, then. Not something you see every day. It lets out a shrieking, whining, whine-shriek noise. Extremely irritating. Imagine the loudest, most... Uh, irritated, tired child uh, that you've ever heard letting out uh, letting out awful shrieks and you'll have some idea of what it sounds like it seems to eat metal but only standard, regular industrial mundane metals uh, fortunately it doesn't seem to be able to eat through the bulkheads or the main structures of the ship and I attribute that to the fact that it's got experimental uh, layered alloys as part of its makeup. Hmm. But it, uh, it it has eaten all of the it has eaten all of the ship's silverware, <laughs> a few weapons, quite a few tools. Um, but it doesn't eat constantly. When it attacks, it attacks immediately, especially if there's only one person present. If there are two people present. It somehow instinctively manages to keep itself ex directly between the attacking parties. Midway between the two. Yeah. Very strange. Um, Some sort of magnetic field? It may be sensing magnetic fields of living creatures, I don't know, but it does manage to keep itself directly between two people whenever two are trying to deal with it or, or attack it or capture it or whatever very strange but uh, I think it has to do with I think it has to do with some kind of an instinct in it because well the gunshot wound you heard about was in just such a situation as soon as the trigger was pulled it was directly out of the way and of course in the close quarters of a submarine LaRue uh, caught a round from, from, from friendly fire trying to deal with this thing and what does it do when it attacks Sorry. Oops, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Ladies, ladies first. Yep. Well, he better go. After <laughs> 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 you, Nick. <laughs> mm hmm. Um, I forgot what my friggin' question was. Oh, come on. Oh, wait. Uh, are you suggesting that this creature is. Is um is more than a mere machine? Impossible to tell. It it requires energy of some kind. Uh, the last the last thing uh, one 
the second to last thing, or or whatever it was, it was observed destroying our uh, EIC, our our extra, our our e- oh God, the hell did I call it? <laughs> our electric intership communications, <clears throat> um, sucking out all the energy from it and destroying the back uh, burnout and redundant generate generators that powered it. And it eats metal. Uh, after that, it just started firing off. It was, it was, it was trapped in the armory. I hope it was trapped. And it just started after got after it got tired of eating guns. It just started loading and firing them randomly while shrieking. Hmm. When it attacks, it attaches itself to to whoever it is it's dealing with. It it runs its tentacles up into your face and and around your wrists and, and, and into your ears and it, it's more of an annoyance than anything else. It shrieks loudly and mushes its tentacles and, and, and limbs into, in, uh, into your face and around your back. And if it happens to notice anything nearby that it can tip over onto you, it does that. If it happens to, if it happens to see any valves or dials or switches that it can throw, it throws all of them, particularly the ones that handle the most sensitive systems. But it doesn't twist your limbs off or pull your head off or stab you with its tentacles or bite your face off. The most surprising part of, 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 of the whole, of the whole business is the fact that this thing seems to have the strength of an eight-year-old child. For which we should be eternally grateful, I believe. I imagine so. And yet, with with a crew of 15, there are 14 of us out here on the deck trying to get away from it. Yeah, what of your captain? The captain gave instructions to Commander Commander Carstairs that he was going to scuttle the ship under certain conditions, with intership with intership communications out, he gave uh, he gave some final orders before locking himself in the engine room and cutting off all power to the ship. He said he was going to scuttle the ship if the creature made it into engineering to power up the ship again, or if he felt that he was going to lose consciousness from uh, from uh, starving to death. He doesn't have to worry about oxygen because he's in the, he's in the engine room and uh, he can release he can release oxygen from the uh, tank feed that goes to the diesel engines, so he can he'll always have enough air to breathe for 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 months. But that's a moot point when you're starving to death, or if uh, if he feels the ship is being towed, not under control of the British Navy. Okay. Well, then time is of the essence. We need to get down there. Absolutely. I don't know how to tell you how to deal with this thing, but it's uh, it's the captain. uh, The captain actually seems to know more about it than anyone else because he received communiques as part of why we were diverted from our original mission. Ah. Well. All right, Trixie, now you can do your thing. Thank you, sir. We'll be on it. Very good, Commander. Keep your men in order and be prepared to either evacuate or 
re-enter the ship as the situation will warrant. Absolutely. All right, let's go. Dun, dun, dun. I'm going to put into chat a a text, essentially a text map of uh, this of this uh, submarine. I consider this awesome um, just from the description. It's it's going to uh, it's going to be a, a series of if it comes across right. Let's see, if it comes across right, um, it'll it'll let you know essentially what this what the submarine consists of, uh, and and um, you could probably picture it more easily if you just consider each sectioned bit of uh, of each line as a kind of a train car that you just stack one after another. Mm. Uh, let me see if I can do this correctly and whether it'll work in chat. I'm not sure. You'd probably have to stretch the thing out width-wise. But it is labeled uh, deck one, deck two, deck three, that kind of thing. Can we give you a faint point just for this idea? <laughs> uh, I, it, it, if it works, that would be awesome. nice. But uh, we'll see. Oh man! See in my chat window with it off to the side. It it, it kind of works essentially. It works well for me, and I moved it into a uh, into a text document also. Okay, uh, good. Just to be sure. It should if it bra- if it's still got the line breaks, it should even be shaped like a submarine. But it doesn't have to be. So essentially, uh, you would be going into you would be entering the ship from uh, from the conning tower. But, uh, did, did anybody see this? I got it. Okay. I pasted it okay, into chat. Have you got it? I see. Yeah, I got it. Okay, good. Nikki had to be right back. Mm-hmm. Now I have to actually take a look at it to make sure I've got this, uh, what, what, what all, uh, the Blue Ghost would encounter when next. I'm back. Oh, okay. Nikki, if you take a look uh, in the... Sorry, Trixie, if you take a look in the chat window... <laughs> you'll see that I, I put in a text description of this, sh- of this submarine, giving you essentially a full map of... Uh, yeah, I was just looking that Dude, this is awesome. Oh, thank you. I'm actually looking at this on my on the trackpad on my computer, and I can mm-hmm. see that the... the uh, I was going to say, I don't need to go into these details, but this will help for the listeners at home, uh, that the conning tower for uh, level one is off to the right uh, above the main, which makes sense, it's the conning tower. Uh, deck one has the rescue ready room uh, across from it. I'm not sure exactly how far across from it, because I can't really make the distinction of... Um, it's There are at least a few rooms, I think, in between. Is that what the vertical bars represent? Yeah, the vertical bars are uh, you could uh, you could essentially uh, consider them like the spaces between train cars. Only in this case, okay. it would be uh, swinging uh, uh, hatchways in bulkheads. Okay. You know, except so, the, except at the extreme ends, that would be the outer surface of the submarine. So, like you've got deck one, and then you've got rescue ready room, main bridge and control center. Experimental signal bounce room, and then love deck six. 
and then there'd be a line break, and then you'd go down to deck two. So if you took three train cars yeah. and stacked them one after another, that would be that particular deck level and what you could expect to find there. And then you go down the level, and then it's the line descriptions on deck three. Yes, it's uh, far, far larger than any of the U-boats that came uh, around the same time and a few years after, and is completely top-secret classified experimental shakedown mission thing from British intelligence because it felt fun to do that. <laughs> I have to say you're not wrong. It's <laughs> and I I know jack squat about what would be on any of these things, so I'm like, this is great. It sounds like this. fun. Um, and so you guys are coming in from the top of the conning tower level one and the blue ghost managed to make it in underneath the, the boat in the large equipment contingency room. Roger that. And that's down on deck five at the bottom of the ship, uh, again in the stern. So as you're reading from right to left, you're looking at the boat uh, with, the, with the stern end on your left and um, the bow end on your right. And that's uh, that's essentially it. It, w- it was scribbled out. A diagram of it was scribbled out by one of the crew members to hand to you quickly uh, before before you went uh, or you went into one of the hatchways. Okay. Uh, Trixie, as soon as you open up the hatch, um, you smell gunpowder mixed in with the foul smell of 15 guys living and working together on a submarine. Ugh. Smell gunpowder, but mostly it just smells like nasty old socks, guys. Whoa. <laughs> oh. And uh, all three of you can hear uh, as, 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 you, uh, as you enter the ship uh, random muffled distant gunfire. Mm. Let's head toward the gun fire. Yeah. Okay, there's dim light. There's extremely uh that <clears throat> there's extremely dim emergency light because power has been fading uh as it's been been uh, on batteries for about 2 or 3 hours now. It, it- I'm sorry, is it a single shot of gunfire we heard, or is it a volley? Uh, occasionally two, like, pop, pop. And okay. bang. All right. Small arms being, Presumably. as if small arms are being played with by a kindergarten class. Okay, <laughs> hopefully that is so. the, hopefully that is the creature robot thing firing his, the guns and not the captain offing himself thinking there's no hope, because we're here. Let's go. Excellent. Okay. Heading that way. I guess heading down toward the the armory, I suppose. As you uh as you pass uh through the the, the deck of uh level one from the conning tower, you're down into the uh, into the deck of level two. It's it's just a, a, a runged ladder, very narrow, very close quarters and uh and it's extremely dark. Uh, one hatch remains. Are you going to be closing the hatches above you as you proceed, or leaving them open? 
Um, close them. What do you think? Well, <laughs> unless, unless we have to get out in a hurry, that could be that could be bad. We don't know if they lock. Or if, 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 if it runs, we um, it might slow it down if we're pursuing. I'd say leave it open just to air this place out. Wow, it's really stinky down here. <laughs> <laughs> Hang up some, I don't know, some baking soda bags or something. Oh. <laughs> I think Airwick was around in 1934. <laughs> yeah, Trixie invented it. Yeah. Bleach would be better than this. Though, on the other oh. hand, would it be smarter to shut those... Shut the airlock so that if it suddenly dives, we're good. If something, the thing. Well, while we're standing here debating panel, it, things are happening. Let's flip a coin and 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 or 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 decide. I arm wrestle you for it. <laughs> Rock paper scissors. One, two, three. What's really stupid is I just made a rock, paper, scissors I shot rock. Hey, ha, bam. Uh, oh, you say that because I said scissors first. I shot. Oh, no, I actually made a fist with my hand and I said three, which is stupid. All right, I did. I'll make a fist with my hand if you two don't get moving. <laughs> All right, let's, uh. Do you have any you? What's up, you? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, speak, speaking speaking of uh, speaking of the blue ghosts, that's uh, that's a question I should also ask. There, are you going to close the hatch behind you? No, I would like to self-compel, fearless and inventive, and say that I'm ignoring pretty much all precautions and <laughs> anything resembling a prudent approach and making my way through the gangways, vaulting over the knee-knockers, and approaching the source of the gunfire with all due speed. In fact, perhaps with careless haste. Okay. <laughs> take a take a fate point. You now have right. 11. Uh, <laughs> Damn the torpedoes. Yeah, that's a fair point. I'm going to say... I am personally it's leaving the hatches. Actually, it's a fate point. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave the hatches open because one of my aspects is quick as lightning. And even though it's not quite what I meant when I put the aspect down on paper, I could see that being a detriment as I'm trying to get to the place as quickly as possible. No time for doing stupid things like closing hatches behind. Let's just go. Be quick about it. Get out of hell. So there you go. There you go. We're all. It sounds like our aspects are telling us we're all less than cautious individuals. <laughs> maybe, maybe Mr. Forthright over there. Which, in fact, that'd be kind of funny. Stupid. That'd be kind of well, funny if, if we were. If you pull it shut after we go, we're like, no, leave it yeah. open, and we go storming down the hallway, and you're like, kind mm. of a funny of a funny moment <laughs> if, if Trixie and and Tesla are dashing through, and forthright Snow. like gives them a look of disgust as he closes the hatch behind him as he follows. <laughs> I do that, but I don't want to put. Okay, I didn't want to put anything in your character. You know, put any words in your mouth there, but I just thought that was a funny image. No, that's. Important safety first. These things must be <laughs> properly done. <laughs> so, the, so uh, yes, Blue Ghost, take take a fate point. But you're in something of a situation here because in your haste, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you you're, uh, you undo. The, it's the the classic. It's a it's it's a classic. Uh, um, 
hatchway that has the spinny wheel in the middle. Yes. Uh, there is no glass to look through. Mm-hmm. They hadn't quite gotten that far in the in the uh, design there. But if uh, if you go ahead and spin that and start to try opening up that hatch, first of all, it's hard as hell. And second of all, when you do manage to crack it open, uh, you hear a very, very loud hissing noise of air being sucked away to keep the door closed as uh, uh, as it swings as it would mm-hmm. as it would swing towards you, while simultaneously seeing water gush rather rapidly from the uh, from the hatchway that you left open that you entered from. Does a quick look show me water coming in through the bulkheads or bursting out through some of the pipes, or uh, water mostly just laying on the deck and kind of flowing through the gangway? It's uh, mostly bubbling up uh, quickly from the hatch that you came in through. None of it, uh, none of it uh, seeping out or, or or cascading in from any kind of ship damage of that kind. Well, as far as I'm concerned, that's not a problem. So, uh, <laughs> so you're just gonna flood the damn boat with seawater while you're la, going to la, get this la. thing. Okay. Rattling well, around. Yeah, I'm. I'm moving on. Uh, I'm moving on, perhaps with a bit more speed. But you know, if the drylanders built this properly, that won't be a problem, and everyone can hold their breath for like five or six minutes, right? So no big deal. <laughs> I love this woman. <laughs> wow, <laughs> water—that's somebody else's problem. Uh, <laughs> I don't even see it as a problem. It's my natural element. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, right. This may lead to some discussions later on. <laughs> you know, and a punch in the nose. Not sure. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Maybe that's that's no. totally fair. <laughs> as uh, yeah, as you uh, 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 um, Reggie, as your as your. Uh, no, actually, this wouldn't take place. Mm. You have no difficulty closing the hatch above you. Okay. Good. Uh, because fortunately, uh, doors take time to open, <laughs> and the blue ghost hasn't gotten to all of them yet. <laughs> Just flinging wide every door I come well, upon. She'd have to pass us to get to some of them. Yeah, right. I think so. Um, well, you're you're at actually you're at opposite uh, you're at opposite levels of the boat. Uh, the blue ghost came into the bottom deck, and you guys are coming in through the top. You guys are entering the main bridge and control center. And you see a, and uh, you see a, a banks of controls and and dials and switches and levers on either side in the dim emergency light, but none of it is lit up. None of it seems to have any power going to it. Mm-hmm. One of them is that is, where the captain locked himself in. I'm not seeing where he locked. I, I missed what you said. Where he locked himself in. He locked himself in in main engineering in the propeller. Main engineering. Up. So deck three. Okay, and we're only on one right now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. And in order for no, not at all. Absolutely good. Just, just to keep it clear, I'm actually going to probably post this in the show notes in order so other people will see what well, you, you guys definitely are should. At. It's a great idea. And and you're going to come. Uh, the, what what the blue ghost sees actually when as uh, as you leave the hatch open and move steadily forward is the ballast room full of mystery pipes. 
yeah. Uh, the gunfire seems to have stopped. It either ran out of ammunition or... It shot itself. <laughs> who, who knows whether that would have had an effect on it or not. Mm. Uh, and since the gunfire has stopped, you are hearing tapping noises. Regular, regulated, systematic you guys hear that? tapping. Cut more toad? Ding, 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 ding. Take a fade point. Uh, <laughs> Trixie True Heart. Is, is SOS, oh, this has been driving me crazy. Three fast, three slow, three fast, or three slow, three fast, three slow? Fast, 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 slow, 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 fast, fast, fast. Mm -hmm. Or dot, 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 yeah. dash, 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 dot, dot, dot. Right. Thank you very much. It's if you that it for weeks now instead of remembering to look it up. <laughs> I know. I heard you muttering about it the other day, and I thought to myself, I must look this up so I can be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> because she'll be asking the question. <laughs> I am, in fact, a small spider which lives in a corner of your room. <laughs> <laughs> and I wear this amazing beret and I smoke shit bed. <laughs> I am a French spider, of course. I love well, hey, three fast, three slow, three fast. Got it. Yes, but is it actually an SOS that is being tapped? Mm, nope. <laughs> but it is no, more code. code being tapped. It is Morse well, code. Who he said offering a fade point. I happen to know Morse code. Oh, uh, no. Happily accepting the fade point, and uh, okay. anybody else that wants to, well, hell, if one of you knows, then you can all hold on to your fate points, but uh, Nick Tesla is faintly hearing the sound of a message being tapped out. Uh, and essentially the message is, do you hear me? Do you hear me? Hmm. Okay, where's Some the nearest... Uh, uh, no. What did she say? What yeah, answer no. <laughs> That's a dumb question, isn't it? <laughs> what did the... <laughs> Where is the nearest one? No, we don't hear you. Duh. <laughs> 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 yeah, somebody yeah. tap back no, and then ha ha, ha 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 ha, ha ha. <laughs> so do we have, uh, what do we have to tap with? Um... Ice all over the place. Crap. Okay, well, okay, um, I'll do it since nobody else seems to be volunteering. I'll type yes on the pipe. Oh. Or tap yes, not pipe. Well, you gotta knock three times on the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Twice uh, on the pipe to dance. Yeah. No. Okay, you, you hear, uh, you hear tapped out, uh, uh. I got it, don't worry, Nikki. <laughs> you hear tapped out. Um, H Holloway. Uh, Holloway, Captain Engineering. Uh, identify yourself. Ah. Can you tell him that Cent help is on the way? Centurion's here to help. Hmm, good. Uh, uh, letters come through. To, I, you know, it would have been really tedious... If I had all this, <laughs> if I 
written and out. All this written out in Morse code in and Morse just code. tapped out. Now the players and the listeners can work together to find out what this. <laughs> Wow. Whoa, whoa. I think that's I think the, last time, the last time we tried doing something like that, you had the speed time. The height yeah. of but podcast But it was kind of cool to listen to. <laughs> well, that was a that was a crypt, uh, cryptography puzzle. Yep. And uh, <laughs> just just the idea that that much work had been put into it couldn't be just glossed over. So I was happy to, I was very happy to have it in the game. But as podcasting, uh, as podcasting mm. entertainment, uh, I think if it hadn't been for Mr. K, y'all would still be sitting there trying to work out that code. Oh, freaking A, right. He was like <laughs> busting this thing up with an all right, this number of E's would be here. A three-letter thing <laughs> would indicate a V or an ad. And yeah, he had all the rules down. He seemed to be like all over that thing. Wow. So anyway, okay. So uh, you hear tapped back. Great relief. Vital instructions. Re- Entity on board, please, uh, please uh, make contact before you encounter. Acknowledge. Uh, tap tap. Mm. Okay, and you hear tap back. Stand twice on the pipe. Standing by. Yeah. <laughs> if the answer won't be. Whoa, twice on the pipe. Dang, dang. <laughs> yeah, no, we God, didn't I just, just date ourselves. Everyone knows about how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on this pipe all day. That's right. <laughs> More cowbell? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm giving myself coughing fits here. <laughs> so yeah, that's what uh, that's what you got in in lieu of uh, the EIC. I, I don't know why I came up with an acronym for something that I completely made up. Because <laughs> it's cool. It was military vessel. Electric intership communicate. It makes sense to me. I figured it was something real. Precisely oh, what you said. Yeah. That sounds like something they come up with. Yeah. If there's one thing I've learned about military, it's why I say something, why put something simply when an overly complicated acronym would work. It's something that servicemen... That's not a diss on military, it's just one of the things I find fascinating. It's a hidden perk of the military. It's something that uh, <laughs> the uh, enlisted and, uh, well, soldiers the world over just love infuriating people with rattling stuff mm. off like that constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows what that is. <laughs> well, that's your basic TLA there. It's a three-letter acronym. <laughs> that's right. Surprised you didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, even acronyms have acronyms, for God's sake. <laughs> LOL. Uh, so. You tango foxtrot. <laughs> so yeah, you, so you've got that from the captain. Vital, vital, uh, <coughs> vital instructions. Read the entity on board. Please make contact before engaging. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys want to do? At this point, uh, just just to give you a lay of the land, you would have to cross over into the rescue ready room, which is to the rear of the vessel from where you are. 
uh, or forward into the experimental signal bounce room, which is a uh, long way of saying radar room. They just didn't know to call it that yet. <laughs> um, and then from either of those rooms down, and that would put you um, that would put you outside the armory uh, on either the front or the back or the uh, stern or the bow, uh, and. And from either one of those, uh, from, actually, no, from only one of them. No, from either one of those, uh, chambers, you'd be able to make it to the, uh, to down to deck three. And, and outside main engineering. I would be happy as taking a quick look in the rescue ready room, because I'd really like to have a wooden mop, or at least a wooden mop handle, and a piece of rope. Excuse me. With me. Okay. The rope you should be able to get hold of uh, pretty readily in the rescue ready room. It's got uh, inflatable rafts, life jackets. uh, um, No swab? No deck swabs hiding anywhere? No, that actually is on deck two in maintenance, storage, uh, and the armory, which is one chamber, Um, which is where the creature is. I was going to say all the swabs have got off the boat. (laughs) (laughs) I have competition (laughs) (laughs) Not really No one can compete Okay, well I I would At least wouldn't mind a a decent Piece of Useful rope To have with me So if if you all don't mind me popping in there I would like to go and snatch up A a line Not a problem. If you can, uh, you know, the light is getting dimmer. If you can find one, you can certainly get uh, a, a twenty or thirty, a twenty or thirty uh, foot length of uh, some stout rope. Yeah, it doesn't need to be too terribly stout. A little bit flexible, easy to, you know, throw. Uh, <laughs> um, do I need to give you a fate point to be able to find the, lo- the rope locker and just find a pull piece out of a rope on a ship? No. 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 That I'll start coiling a trap. You do. You do. Uh, you, you all three though do notice that the ship is starting to lisp, lisp, <laughs> lisp. L i s t. It's the ship. I'm a submarine. It's uh, a... Oh, hang on, yes. Suffering succotash of a submarine. It's... <laughs> submarine. It is listing to port. It is starting to list to port. Apparently there's uh, uh, pressure increasing uh, on the interior uh, and uh, pressure somewhere, all, somewhere on the ship. <laughs> Who knows where? Uh, seems to be losing pressure. <laughs> uh, and, and you're starting to hear some frantic tapping again on the pipes. Yeah. As in, Can't fix uh, that the main bridge control center? Uh, 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 status report. Please advise what's happening. I tap out impatiently, which means more firmly, on our way. And you get a tap Sir. back, acknowledged. Tap, 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 tap. Okay. <laughs> Shave and a haircut, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Not anybody. All right. 
Morse code, so whatever it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so the uh, the large equipment contingency room is uh, b- behind uh, behind the Blue Ghost is uh, nearly completely flooded with water, with a Rolls Royce floating around in it, um, and the ballast room full of mystery pipes is probably about hip deep, and uh, it, it's uh, something of a challenge actually to make it around in there because of all the tubes, pipes, wiring, and and uh, strange. Uh, struts and things. At uh, this point, mm-hmm. has the shooting stopped? Yes, the shooting is as as was quiet. Uh, it was. It's you, you didn't actually hear the the Morse code being tapped until after the shooting had stopped. Oh, okay. So now I also can hear some of this tapping. Absolutely, you can uh, communicate as well. Okay, I'll uh, close my eyes for a moment and put my hand up on the pipe, uh, trying to discern exactly what this is here. Hmm. I'm not sure if I would actually know this or not. Um. I think... Actually, I... Yeah, it makes sense that I would. So I can I can hear or feel some of the uh, some of the Morse code. What part, if any, of the message or exchange do I get in this like just brief assay here? I was I got to unmute myself. I would say that you heard everything everybody else did. Oh, okay. He sees he knows where to tap so that it reaches as much of the ship as possible, and that's the whole idea. Makes sense to me. Um. So then I whisper, Century Club. I pause for a moment. Drylanders. That makes me think of something. I look down at the water rising. Ah, yes. And I'll take a moment, turn back, and uh, close <laughs> and dog the hatch behind me. I understand this could be a struggle and might take me out of action for a moment. I've got no problem with that. Yeah. Hmm. Remember, you remember they have to actually breathe. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Haven't met you yet, but thank you. <laughs> well, mostly. That mostly that. Yeah, I'm unclear on the whole concept entirely, but I, it did occur to me. Excellent, good deal. That uh, that may make them less likely to fire a flare gun through your head when they come across <laughs> you. Don't you hate it when people have- do that? <laughs> what a pain so I yeah. will be happy. No, he said less likely, not that will keep it from happening. No one can be completely <laughs> sure at any given time whether or not they will have a flare fired through their head. <laughs> we all accept this every morning when we wake up. Um, I will be happy to arrive on site or what have you when it is convenient for you and the plot, because I understand this could take half a moment to like you know, close this thing against the flow of water and get it dogged and all that good stuff. Yeah, we'll move it at the speed of plot, no doubt. Who worries? Works for me. Uh, Quick question. Quick question just for me. I... Uh, not for Trixie. Sorry. Just just for me to see if I got this right. Mm-hmm. Blue Ghost came in from the ocean into, mm-hmm. uh, through the hatch, but that was, uh, that was 
like not full of water, so it was filling with water, so Blue Ghost can breathe air and in water? You'll find out. No. All right. No. All right, stepping back. Bye. I'm Trixie again. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) Is Trixie in there? Can we speak to Trixie? (laughs) (laughs) Just checking my pockets to make sure my notebook is still there. This is going to make an excellent story. Hell yeah. Okay, so, um, good. The, the, the captain managed to get uh, a message to, uh, Centurion. As soon as he heard Centurion, he was, he's like, this guy is in the know, and he apparently knows more than he's told his crew, because mm-hmm. he's received communications <clears throat> from classified sources as the commander of the vessel. And you don't get to be commander of a top secret submarine without knowing a few people, you know? He shared some sorbet with some pretty high ups. Anyway, uh, yeah, what would you what would y'all like to do? Is it uh, are you going to try and uh, meet up with the captain or try and tackle this thing before you talk to him? Uh, I think we need to meet up with the captain first. What do you think? Tackle the thing. Tackle the thing. No, we can meet the captain. <laughs> I'm wondering what it is that he wants to tell us. Does he know about the other entity on board that we don't know about yet? I don't know. We better get down to engineering and find out pretty quick. Hmm. It's up to you guys. Where do you want to go? Engineering. Let's go. Okay. Okay, so... um. You, uh, alright, so you, you, uh, move forward through the hatch, uh, into the, uh, experimental signal bounce room. Um, I'm assuming, uh, I'm, ass- I'm not gonna assume anything. <laughs> you can, or you, or you may choose or choose not to close the hatch behind you. Um, but. Oh, does it have the swing bar over the door that you have to grab and a hold of and then you swing yourself through? That's oh, they great. all have that. Ah, awesome. They all have. I love this part. <laughs> <laughs> and in the deck of the uh, of the radar room, there, um, there's a there's a hatch that that uh, leads to a, a ladder uh, that that you can uh, uh, climb down to get into the electricity distribution hub. It's like a Jacob's tube. Essentially. Exactly, yes. I thought it was Jeffries. No, you ever read Jeffrey? You're Jeffries, right, it was Jeffries. I know, Jeffries that confused me for a second. I was like, that sounds right. It began oh, with I, thought you were, I thought you were informing me of, the, no. of a term of which I was unaware, and I no. was making a joke. I remembered it began with a J. Yeah, close enough. The I Jeffries know where it came from. I Jeffries believe it was tube. Jacob Jeffries. Tube? Yeah, tube. Jeffries Tube. It's a On Star Trek thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And and the, uh, the crossover... Uh, sure. Uh, linguistically came from Jacob's Ladder. Oh. At any rate, uh, well, that's what I, that's what I'm telling myself in my head anyway. <laughs> so, uh. That's kind of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> moving from the electricity distribution hub toward the, yeah. toward the stern. <laughs> you went to the sick bay. And from the sick, and the sick bay is right outside the armory, and 
you hear uh, total silence. There's no, there's no gunfire. It's not shooting off the guns. At a, again, it either ran out of ammunition or ate it or it got bored or is eating a gun again. But it's not shrieking. It's not wailing. It's not whine shrieking, shriek whining, or making any, any noises. But it's completely, absolutely, and totally silent. And we don't know where it is. You can only assume that it's still trapped in the armory if it ever actually was, in fact, trapped. But that's where they last left it, and that's where the gunfire was coming from. With uh, all accountable, all crew members accounted for, because it was only a crew of 15 on this sucker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the captain. Which is crazy for such a huge ship, but still. And the captain, well, if you were inside it, you wouldn't consider it all that huge. <laughs> <laughs> this many decks, I figured they'd cram about 750 on here. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, they've only got, uh, cruise bunks in one, one compartment, um, and officers, officers' quarters in the, another compartment, so. Past the ship's head, and one level down from sick bay is. Uh, I, I'm gonna sorry, s- no, I need to take a very quick file break. I'll be right back. No worries. Sorry. So wait, it was in the. Why am I not seeing it? It's it deck one. The... Uh, no, deck two. <laughs> deck two, one, two, three. Yeah. Armory. There, it's part yeah. of the the maintenance storage. Maintenance storage I see and armory. armory. Yeah. Hmm. So we have to get past it. Mm. We haven't gotten past it yet. No, you don't actually have to get past it. You can go through. Uh, you can go through a hatchway through from sick bay into the ship's galley. And uh, the ship's galley is just outside main engineering and the propeller and the propeller housing. Uh huh. Ah, uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. The submarine oh. has stopped listing to port and seems to be remaining only slightly tilting to one side. Does that mean we all have to kind of move to the other side of the corridor? <laughs> <laughs> and jump up and down? <laughs> Couldn't hurt. <laughs> I believe that's the official uh, Royal Navy recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> if all else fails, it couldn't it, hurt. Get everybody to stand on one side and jump up and down. It does make people feel better to feel like they're actually doing something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why we get protesters. The uh, ballast room full of mystery pipes has uh, stopped filling up with water. It's only up to about chest height now, but it seems to have uh, maintained. Uh, what oh, remaining sorry. pressure it had, mm. and uh, it too has a ladder uh, somewhere near the center and a hatch at the top that will actually be easier to open than it might have been uh, had had the had the water still been rising. So you kind of did yourself a favor there, Blue Ghost, by closing that other hatch. Excellent. And uh, as soon as Blind Geek comes back, and this this I'm is back. a good time to this is a good time to I'm ask back. you. Well, okay, excellent. 
a good time to ask you all. Do you, you, um, I know that you guys are proceeding towards engineering, and you know you have to go down into the galley. Uh, Blue Ghost, are you going to be opening up the hatch at the top of the ballast room? Absolutely. Okay. This is where something interesting... point out the ship's head and, and tell the, everybody that her great Aunt Mercy was always one in favor of never looking a gift potty in the mouth and making sure you don't have to go. As we're... <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I like your aunt's freezing. <laughs> as we see Nick Tesla, uh, as we see Nick Tesla emerging from ship's head number one in the stern. Yeah. Which is you gotta fun. go, you gotta go. Um, the three of you in the very dim light, having made it into the galley and knowing that, uh, the hatch at the stern end of the, of this, uh, tubular area where there are small tables and, uh, uh, a tiny, uh, offset kitchen area with very, very large pots. Um, uh, also you see a hatch. Uh, slow, uh, slowly uh, lowering away from the deck, not rising, as in pushing it up, but lowering away from the deck, and the shadow of a figure emerging from that hatch. Hmm. I return. And at this point, um, I think I'm going to let uh, I'm going to have to let uh, Trilobite describe just exactly what it is you see. Hmm. A cowled and robed figure rising up out of the hatch, clad in shimmering, almost iridescent blues that uh, darken or brighten in bands, not unlike, perhaps, what might be found on, say, a blue-ringed octopus. Uh, stra- <laughs> strange, strange glyphs, just barely visible, printed across this cloak. Uh, just sort of like rising or almost floating up out of the hatchway. Uh, its face is clearly a mask of like um, some sort of brass-like metal, almost featureless, vaguely insectile, uh, with rather than eyes, two sort of uh, hemispheres with like multiple lenses in them, giving it a giving it sort of that insectile cast. Mm. Long flowing cloak, you know, goes all the way down to the deck, kind of pools around, hiding feet. Um, and uh, yeah, there we are. GM at this point chooses. Can't see limbs or anything. I would think maybe. No, it's kind of spooky if the limbs aren't visible, just rising up. That- this mask and, and an amorphous, floaty, groovy-looking shape cloak. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and the GM uh, elects at this point to underscore or soundtrack this with a theremin. Ah, <laughs> I have that on my phone. Would you like me to play with it? <laughs> <laughs> For that, don't you need two phones and then some sort of volumetric... Oh, never mind. <laughs> Yeah. So seeing these figures before me, I'm guessing. <laughs> you, uh, I, I would, I, I, I would say that you, uh, the three of them and you, lay eyes on each other at the same time. What do I see before me? 
can I ask for character descriptions from use all skies? That'd be keen. I have um, a picture because I'm a dork. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well. Uh, that's no. That says Numenera. That's my Numenera notes. Nope. Never mind that. Forget that. Forget that. Okay. <laughs> um. Not even gonna touch Tracy. it. Leaving it alone. There we go. <laughs> you would see an extremely put together sturdily healthy young woman with her hair in a very interesting chignon and a cute little hat tucked off to the side. Impeccable mm-hmm. makeup. Um, not quite sensible shoes, but that she can still do a lot of damage and or run in if she needs to. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Clothes are, again, they're, they're very well fitted of Good serviceable fabric, but with a, a bit of a flair to them. And, uh, and she has a thing for probably deep red lipstick. Because she's course. dressed to kill. Yeah. So, or maim. Kill or maim. Because <laughs> I mentioned the interesting hat pins tucked into the cute little hat tucked into her that sits on the, you know, on her chignon. So anyway. I think also stiletto heels. Stiletto heels not are not stiletto, just an expression no, for you. Not stiletto, but, but oh. That's right. The heels that that could uh, can pack quite the wallop, actually, when she oh. kicks with them. That would be but a great aspect. Up. Stiletto heels aren't metaphorical. <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> so was Blue Ghost only having to wade through water, or are we having to wade through water also? No, the water is uh, below below you in the, the chamber beneath uh, beneath the galley. Ah, okay, you dodged that one, Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been inconvenient, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I was reading my, my character to see if I could have written down any kind of description for him, which I haven't, and I discovered that the apparently the shocking shaman of, Sh- of Shanghai's real name is Wang Chung. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this could explain a lot about his motivations. Yeah. <laughs> he just he wants, wants to have, to have fun. fun tonight. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so what about uh what about the other two here? What am I looking at? Uh let's see. Um I guess my character has the um the typical khaki khaki safari outfit um carrying the rifle. Um got a number of Tools and uh, his discreet tool belt. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I have one extremely important question. Hmm. Pith helmet or slouch hat? Oh, slouch hat. Okay, okay. We're cool then. We're all yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> slouch hat, cool. Pith helmet, yeah. what a wanker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right in a nutshell, we're good. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Very, very nearly of the Australian uh, version, except not pinned up on one side. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I trust, of course, that it has a, a leopard skin headband hmm. or a hatband. That is. I hadn't given that thought. Probably not leopard though. Huh. 
This should be lion, actually. Words. Yeah, that's appropriate. I got this picture of uh, the blue ghost. It's really cool. Oh, thank you. That's very so slick. It's a crude representation, but I had a lot of fun playing around with uh, with ideas for the uh, for the outfit there. Excellent. Okay, Nick Tesla looks like uh, what? Well, uh, and this will be a first because apparently, in all the years that we've played this, I have never actually thought about what he looks like. But uh, <laughs> I'm nope, going to no pressure. <laughs> there, there is a line in my description of his first novel that I'm that I'm kind of keying off of. Uh, it says, "Can a bolt from the red, white, and blue uh, stop the shocking shaman of Shanghai before he can envelop?" Awesome. Anyway, it goes on from there. But, but awesome. uh, I just love that. Can a, can a bolt from the red, white, and blue? That completely changed my. So he is a square-jawed, muscular uh, yes. specimen of, of manhood, and his mm-hmm. he, although I had no idea up to this point, he wears a red, white, and blue costume. With, <laughs> and the awesome. entire cost, the entire outfit has the American. It, it his shirt is covered with stars and stripes, or his. His, uh, yeah, we'll go with that. His, or his outfit is covered with stars and stripes. I'm not sure if he's wearing a shirt or a full on, uh, one piece thingy like, you know, with the, well, we'll go with, yeah. Um, I don't know if I want him to be a full on superhero. So but, he might be uh, a little early for that in the, uh, in <laughs> exactly. The That's why I'm, uh, yeah, how, so. How is this lightning gun anyway? Well, lightning gun, it, it, he, well, he look, wears it's really it. what you do with it that matters. <laughs> <laughs> that, by the way, that is a, uh, that is a, that is a lie. That is a lie. <laughs> it is, too. <laughs> and I both know it, sister. Yeah. I, will, I will not even ask how. Um, yeah, I think you had a backpack, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, 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 it looks kind of like a proton pack. Okay, awesome. So kind of like a rifle with a backpack, yeah. An unlicensed yeah. nuclear accelerator. That's right. And getting around yeah. through hatchways in this ship was no mean feat with that all mm-hmm. attached to you, by oh, the way. Scott, let me tell you. So I will ask the GM here. Mm. I'm. It seems to me like the Centurion Club is very well known in this world. Is that correct? To, uh, to other Centurions... And to certain agencies of uh, of, of uh, international intelligence, depending on how in their respective governments are, then what would you think is more interesting? That I like recognize these individuals, or not? I'm happy either I way. Have been playing this completely. I assumed everybody knew about the Centurions because we were supposed to be such respected people in our field, so I've kind of been playing this wrong all this time. Wow, no, it's, it's, it's so far so far as the scope, the the reach, the depth, the breadth of uh of the Century Club as a whole, uh folks don't have a clue. The high oh, okay. profile uh, at, uh the high profile heroics of its members, very publicly well known. Oh, okay. So they know who we are. They yeah, I mean, you've made the papers. Are, it's not like your identity. But may not know secret, exactly right? what the Century Club is or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, or the depths and scopes of just how far its uh, ah, okay, cool, influence cool. reaches. Yeah, okay, awesome. Yeah, like the uh, like the Masons or the uh, or the Esoteric Order of Dagon. Got it. Mm-hmm. 
or, or British Naval Intelligence or Amway, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Like where everyone's heard of this sort of thing, no one necessarily knows. <laughs> or Amway. How would Amway. feel that to hear that the Centurion Club tremble <laughs> at the merest whisper of the dark secrets <laughs> of Amway? Which shroud the abyss heart of Amway. <laughs> Speak uh, not of that name. There's a role-playing game setting waiting to be written just from that <laughs> sentence alone. You have to make a special sign with your hands and write yes. on your forehead with crayon a certain sigil to keep from being cursed forever when you speak the name. <laughs> only, only the upline that get past diamond level find out what's really going on behind the scenes. And the terrible yes, eternal war with our dread rivals, Mary Kay, servants <laughs> of the terrible Magna Mater. <laughs> they are the Sisters of the Flame. <laughs> we should stop playing this game and write this sucker. Holy crap! <laughs> the cosmic, the cosmic cosmetics company. Oh, but with their front army of the Avon ladies. Oh my God, that's beautiful. Flat. <laughs> oh. The front ding dong, the front door explodes in storm. Commandos dressed okay. to the nines. Avon calling. Gunfire breaks out. Congratulations, we will now have a Tupperware party. I was going to say only to be outdone by their rivals Oh, man. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, man. Okay, so it sounds like then I would certainly know these individuals, but maybe not the whole background and everything else might know about the Century Club, uh, but that'd be about it. Or, excuse me, the Centurions, but that'd be about it. Yeah, and, and, uh, okay. the, the, uh, the thing that I'm, um, the, the, uh, the thing that I haven't actually completely worked out in my head so far as your character goes and your background is, the Centurions n know of and recognize a fellow Centurion and generally try to make some kind of contact and provide a mentor pretty early on. Mm -hmm. And I don't know whether that actually, in fact, is the case for you. I will happily pay a feet point. Mm -hmm. okay. Invoking my aspect, my reputation precedes me. Mm to declare that at least one person here knows something about the Blue Ghost and the, the legend that ero arose among soldiers fighting in the Pacific Theater in World War One. That takes your fate points down to ten. I will now ask Trixie, uh, oh, to, uh, Trixie, Reggie, and Nick to roll, uh, to roll uh, four fudge dice and just tell me what your results are. Uh, hair, so. Plus two. Okay, Reggie's at a plus two. I've got. Cancel out. So negative one. Minus one. Okay, Trixie's at minus one. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, zero. Roll. means that uh, Reggie is the one that knows of the Blue Ghost. 
which kind of oh. makes a certain kind of sense, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Should I give a like a, a very brief kind of description? Is that something you would like to do? What works? What works best here? I think uh, since uh, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm I, I have to defer to you for the full description and background of your character as to what Reggie actually knows about the Blue Ghost. During the Great War in the Pacific Theater, stories started to spread of a figure clad in a very distinctive oh. blue robe. Uh, you know, this, it, this garment is, you know, very distinctive, so probably described in detail this way, um, that would appear from the night to, uh, intercede on behalf of soldiers who were in, uh, helpless situations, you know, about to be overwhelmed by the enemy, helping them escape to, uh, aid the wounded, to rescue captives, and on at least one occasion, intercede to prevent needless slaughter on both sides by just standing in the way uh, when, for example, uh, you know, a group of allied soldiers, uh, it wasn't the allies at the time, but you understand, you know, a, a group of allied soldiers are given orders to attack uh, what turns out to be a bunch of just like wounded uh, enemy soldiers or something like that. And there's no need for an actual fight. Uh, the, the name, the blue ghost uh, became attached to those stories. Hmm. Nice. Okay. Alrighty then. Um, I have an awesome quote. Thank yes. you. Excellent. So, yeah. That's true. I don't know. I'll put up my hands. Clad in uh, fine maroon leather with a curious sort of uh, copper wiring or piping. Uh, there's definitely a, a strange sigil in each palm, which the uh, the wiring seems to lead to. Uh, but I'm putting up my hands, you know, palms out, arms kind of kind of going out slowly and in hopefully a non-threatening manner. Right. Right. Ah, well, hold, hold your fire, Centurions. This is, I believe, a friend. Uh, do I have the honor of addressing the blue ghost? The masked face, featureless and insectile, mm. nods. Ah. And you are here... Let's see, I have to ask... Why are you on this vessel? I had heard that there were drylanders in need. A terrible threat. Hmm. A terrible threat indeed. We are not... Do hmm? Oh, you don't generally find many drylanders on a submarine. Hmm. <laughs> it depends on your definition. <laughs> um, okay, anyway. We are on our way to face this threat at the mo at this very moment. Um, would you like to accompany us? I would be honored, Reggie Forthright. Ah. Or is it Reginald? Uh, Reggie's good enough, yes. Oh, and actually, that's, uh, sorry, out of character there. Yeah. Uh, is his, is his full name actually Reginald? No, actually, this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
works. <laughs> I know a guy who was named Stevie. That was his yeah. actual God-given birth name. Yeah, well, Reggie was born under informal circumstances. Yes. <laughs> That's my kind of guy. Right. And so, he could, Stevie would, could make the best New uh, Philly cheesesteak you ever had in your life. <laughs> oh, my parents actually were on safari at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you're still an American citizen, all right? That's enough of that oh, conspiracy British. nonsense. He's British. Oh, yes, sorry. Social commentary. <laughs> womp, womp. Okay. Uh, yes, I would be honored, Reggie Forthright. With a uh, kind of dramatic flourish of the of the cloak, I drop back against the uh, bulkhead here, kind of fading off to the side, uh, allowing the rest of you free passage wherever you're intending to go. At that moment, yeah, you hear the loud bang of a hatch uh, swinging open a deck above you, and the shriek whine, or whining shriek, or loud childish high-pitched cry of something echoing through the uh, the compartments above you while simultaneously hearing the frantic tapping of uh, something like a wrench or pipe or a weapon against the hatchway to the stern uh, of the engineering section right, mm. uh, right adjacent to you. And on that note, I'm afraid mm. we're going to have to call it for the evening. Oh. Because it's, to be continued. Because it's like 20 after 10. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but wow, that's, that's fun and very engrossing. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, you're going to miss the rest of it. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what am I calling? You don't know. You don't I might. Okay, I probably won't stop to forget. The I wouldn't. And everything. Mm. <laughs> So Nikki, how do you how do you uh, actually? I'm I'm not going to come up with something like um, one of the pipes breaks loose from the ceiling and knocks you on the head. <laughs> Jeez, uh, because it's you know because you're not here and well, uh, would you like would you uh, would you like some kind of contrivance of that sort or or would and you she's like not a Stephanie Meyer character? <laughs> would you I like say your character you played? You do whatever suits the story. And uh doesn't make your head hurt. You just do that. She's fine. Mm. She'll recuperate. She'll recover. I'll I'll decide. Yeah. All, yeah. Right. all right then. If I have permission to play your character, I'll try not to get her killed. Oh, that would be awesome! I would be honored. She'll awaken from yeah. her concussion. Do time too. to file her story. If she gets, <laughs> even if she if she if she gets a concussion, I may uh, I may oh. try to do my Nikki impersonation and uh, <laughs> see how Plans that goes next fantastic. time. If you want to, you know, give her a concussion and a broken leg and get her off the damn boat out of your way, that's fine too. Mm. Whatever you impression being worked out well in Swashbucklers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. Would you well, like to be fired from a torpedo too? We've got to get her to safety. Quick, load her into this torpedo tube. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> wow. Excellent. All right. So the uh, the blue ghost has joined the band of uh, centurions that are about to ta tackle this tentacular terror. Ooh, awesome. And uh, we will take it up. Amazing alliteration. We will take it up with uh, with uh, with uh, some uh, some serious uh, ass kicking in the next session. Thank you all very much. What's that? In two weeks. Our, it, it'll be two weeks from now, indeed. 
crap, I can't join you because I'll be... You'll be in Cogger! Unless I call you from the airport. We no, that's quite um, alright. <laughs> that's quite alright. Hey, you know what? Some you games have Wi-Fi on them now. You could, if you were really a dedicated gamer. <laughs> I'm, 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 can you imagine the background noise? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Not to mention trying to roll dice on that I tiny love. little tray. <laughs> So we're looking at May 6th, I think. Is that right? Um, if I'm doing my math right, which would be sort of a historical event. That's correct. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. No, that's, that would be next week, May 6th, wouldn't it? Oh, yes, yes. I'm hoping to get together next week May if you guys 6th. want. Wait a minute. Two weeks. Oh. Trust me on this. No, it's May 13th. The following would be the 13th, yeah. yes. I know these things. I looked at, I added a week when I switched over. The, I'm looking at the... It's woman's intuition. Yeah. However, given how we ended on such a fantastic cliffhanger, if you wanted a game on the 6th, I'm certainly... No, we can keep it. We'll, we'll, we won't tempt fate. We'll keep it at the two-week thing. But um, boom, hey, look at that. <laughs> you look at it. I'm bitter. You <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Adam. I've learned how to use the calendar in my phone, so it'll give me an alarm every two weeks. Oh, excellent! Good. <laughs> so, I just need to I need to get my uh, get myself one of those as well. Um, so, th- yes, thank everybody for our 150th show. Yay, um, Mr. Woo-hoo. K! You are invited to the next installment as well. These things can be uh, seamlessly worked in, as you all know, because I. You know, I've got a very big shovel. And <laughs> if, uh, or a seamless worker inner person. Um, yeah, if, 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 if it works out for you, May 13th, um, please consider being a communique for uh, 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 a uh, co-adventurer for what's happening in Galveston as regards to this story. Mm-hmm. If you can well, that make would be it, cool to see. That would be very interesting. Um, and so there we are. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah, yes, it was. it was. Thank you very much. I'm going to... The spectacular terror of Tiny Town, Texas. Tiny Town. <laughs> <laughs> if we could get another character down there, we could have a terrific trio tackling the tentacular terror of Tiny Town, Texas. In, yeah. the, in this tin can of a submarine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, that's, about, that's about it from here in Gutter Sky Planned. I'm going to... I'm going to wish everybody an excellent two weeks. Nikki, have a fantastic and safe trip. Take lots yes. of pictures and send them our way. And, uh, and if, if we happen to vanquish this particular tentacular terror and then another one shows up to take its place, just like happened before, we'd be a trio, a terrific trio tackling the tertiary tentacular terror of Tiny Town, Texas. Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. <laughs> All right, oh, everybody. Okay. Y'all have a good two weeks. Indeed. Thank stay you. safe. Stay warm. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Welcome aboard, yeah. darling. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Catch you guys later. Good night. All right, take yep. care, folks. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.